pretty starting lineup as Saturday. To be honest, I thought Dolby because I thought he had a good game. He won, you know, fair play to him. He won most of the headers on Saturday, um, which I think maybe Palmer struggled a bit recently to do. But uh, yeah, we were talking before, weren't we, Mark? That maybe you know he's brought Palmer in and then he switched mm. it again then for our big game on Sunday against Sheffield United and have Dolby starting then. So. Uh, yeah, it may be just rotation, giving Palmer a game off, and then you know it may bring Derby on after 60, 70 minutes, depending on what the scoreline is. Yeah, I, personally, I suspect that's it, and I suspect that Derby will have been told that beforehand that you know you did well in the cup, you're going to be playing against Sheffield United. Palmer has got this injury, which you know we don't want to push him too hard over, perhaps so Derby can have a break. Palmer can come in and play. But then Palmer might be on the bench on Saturday. Is my suspicion. I don't know, Bill. What's your reckon? Is that logical? I hadn't thought of it like that, but I think it's a pretty reasonable uh, way of looking at it. If if Palmer's not a hundred percent, you can't have him running around against the Championship side. Can mm. you really chasing shadows? So maybe it makes sense, and he he comes off if we're chasing the game, or maybe Mullin gets a bit of a break if we if we're comfortably ahead with with time to go. So either way, I think it's a smart mm. move, really. Well. I'd love to see us comfortably ahead. I'd love to see us making those sorts of decisions. The teams come out now. Um, the problem is that although Gates are in the bottom four, and clearly this is a winnable match, they haven't lost in five. And I, I've got a feeling they're a little more difficult opposition than Maidenstone, even though Maidenstone did come back as very well. Um, they've made a couple of changes. One's in goal, because their usual keeper, James Montgomery, is ill. But they've pulled off a bit of a transfer coup, because last season they won the National League North with Philip Marshall on loan from Aston Villa, and he's back. So he makes his second debut for them today big keeper from Villa who's been I believe involved in the first team squad if not getting onto the pitch but is now back to get more first team experience the other changes up front where Kevin Castro is on loan from West Brom is playing up front um, replacing Daniel Ward who I've got to say I think is quite a good wide attacking player so it'd be interesting to see just what Castro brings to the party um, apart of course from uh, exploding cigars and you know Bay of Pigs postcards but anyway that's uh, that's one for the one for the foreign policy buffs. They line up at Marshall in goal across the back. Robbie Tinkler at right back. Bill and I have already had a pre-match chuckle about how wonderful his name is. If it was Bobby Tinkler, that would be a really good name. I don't know why it never makes it better. Uh, equally entertaining name at left back is Ethan Pye, known as Steak and Kidney in the changing room. Louis Story and Kenton Richardson are the two centre-backs. Story got sent off at the race course at the start of the season when Wrexham won 3-1. In midfield, Owen Bailey is the holding midfielder. Greg Ollie and Camille Conte are in front of him. And then up front, Danny Elliott is a real danger man through the middle. He's on loan from Boreham Wood. He was the, one of the top scorers last year in the National League North. And as a consequence, Gateshead tried to buy him, but Boreham Wood got him instead. He only started two games for them, though. I'm sorry, three games, but he scored two goals, so maybe the way Borough Mudder underperforming, they should have given more of a chance. But they've loaned him out to Gateshead. They are unbeaten in five. Hit the five games he's played in, and he scored five goals in them. So he's dangerous. He'll play through the middle, either side of him. Adam Campbell, who's a real club favourite and a, a terrific hard worker, and Castro. Subs for them, no sub-keeper on the bench. Elliot Forbes, Carl Magne. Daniel Ward, Aaron Martin and Lewis Knight as we're about to get things under own, underway in the very peculiar Gateshead International Stadium a strange ground for the National League or any football team, we'll chat about that in a bit, but we're getting underway now as the ball's laid back by Wrexham from the kickoff. Toza dinks the ball forwards, headed away comfortably by Tinkler 
and it's head tennis in the middle of the pitch. The ball goes over Palmer, smashed away by Story. Flicked on well by Elliot in the air. He chases his own flick but can't keep it in. Remember, you can get in touch using the hashtag AskWrexham, A-S-K-W-X-M. Janie Lightning says bodegas are corner shops, mostly an East Coast term. Mini Marts and convenience stores are what corner stores are usually called in the rest of the States. Neil? Thank you very you can much. can rest at ease now. <laughs> Throw in taken. Wrexham claim it and Tonicliffe launches it long. Nodded down cutely by Mullen. Good touch by Palmer on the halfway line. There's Gator players swarming around him, but he works outside nicely. Mullen switching over to the right-hand side. Anthony Ford now, 35 yards out. Thinks about playing it down the line. Decides not to. And Wrexham have got a good little bit of possession going here. Hayden over the top. Well, that's the end of that. He thinks it over the top. <laughs> you know, just when we were being patient, he just lumps it out for a goal kick. Gateshead Kit is a crime against fashion. That's my <laughs> statement. From the back, it looks like a normal Gateshead Kit, white, white with black numbers. From the front, it's a grey, black and white camouflage monstrosity. Camouflage monstrosity, of course, their new album is out on Monday. Get, get it now, kids. It's knocked over the top. It's too strong. Don Marshall gets there. Just about gets there. Mullen was chasing the ball over the top for me. Marshall made a bit of an error. He should have stepped out of his box and dealt with it. He was easily there first. He tried to let it run to him, and he, he had to fumble it a bit. And now here come Gateshead, feeding it quickly down the flank. Campbell trying to use his pace, but Dozer has a head start. Can't stop it going out of play. Throw to Gateshead, level the edge of the area. Edgy little moment for Marshall, wasn't it? Just a nice ball over the top by Ford. Keeper should have come and dealt with it rather than waited for it, though. Yeah, he's panicked a little bit there, mm. isn't he? Um... I think maybe we'd be trying to get with him being a young lad we might be thinking about trying to get into his head a little bit yeah well they'd be given the excuse to there frankly yeah, by yeah. by his own decision making so throw in on the right hand side it's taken short and then lumped into the box Elliot offside can't challenge headed away by Hayden well won back though in midfield and it's across to Williamson and now Gateshead are building forwards down the left-hand side. Again, it's the centre-back, Williamson, who feeds it in. Wrexham have got bodies behind the ball in good shape, though, and Gator can't see a way around. Pye, in the end, works it back to his keeper. Marshall coming out. Hits it, right footed. Down the flank, and, ooh, hits the back of McFadgen. He was trying to let it go out of play. So Gateshead again can come forwards. Nice ball to Elliot. Flicks it on. Easy interception for Toza, who thumps it long. Well, Palmer's done really well to hold that up. And he can't find Mullen. And I must be honest, it might have been handball by Gateshead, and that's what well, Palmer's complaining, because a free kick's given against him on the halfway line. I couldn't see why, and he's furious, saying he was being fouled, that his shirt was being pulled. We've got a replay on the on the screen now. That's, that's the replay of afterwards, when we're appealing for the handball, which happened afterwards. <laughs> so Palmer had two shots for a foul, but the free kick went against him. And uh, straight from the restart, Gateshead are going to send the big lads up to the edge of the area. It's chipped in towards Williamson, but good had it clear by Tunnicliffe. Ball's fed back deep into Gateshead's half. Pye again plays the back pass. Mike Williamson, Gateshead's manager, very complimentary of Wrexham before the game, describing us as a win machine, saying he wants his team to be able to play against the best. Well, Gates said there's certainly a lot of possession at the moment, haven't they? As the ball's worked into the middle of the pitch, here's Bailey, the holding midfielder. He sweeps it across to the left-hand side. Pop backwards. 
I think we're, we're quite comfortable letting teams yeah. have possession, aren't we? we? It's the way we play. It mm. allows other teams just to sort of pass the ball around and tie themselves out, which I think against Coventry, sort of that, that style of play worked well for us, didn't it? Absolutely, as when they do try and play the ball forwards with a bit more progression again because they're under pressure to give it away and we clear it. Having said that, it's only a clearance. Story is coming out again. We need to be finding people now when we intercept. Story bangs along ball forwards. Wrexham think Elliot's offside. He isn't. He lays her off. And a shot from Castro is straight at Howard from 25 yards out. Struck it quite well, but an easy save. Yeah, luckily you straight at Howard, mm -hmm. wasn't it? <clears throat> but Gatesell will be happy the amount of ball they've yeah. had. As McFadgen now tries a ball over the top down the flank, Palmer jumping, defender gets ahead to it, knocks it backwards, Story plays a bad back pass and just about gets it to the keeper who slices his clearance into midfield, lucky it carried that far, O'Connor intercepts and Wrexham have it again. Now what can Wrexham do with this, it's very crowded, McFadgen gives it away and then goes down hoping to buy a free kick, ref doesn't fall for that, and now it's Conte in midfield. Gates said moving it around in their own half, they'll be happy with their stars and they're really closing Wrexham down very quickly when we're on the ball, denying us space. As Bill said, though, I think it wears them down, you know, but they can only keep that up for so long. Mm. Yeah, that's it, isn't it? Long ball over the top, that's good pace by Elliot. When he puts it in the middle, though, there's no one quick enough to keep up with him. Hayden very calmly pops it square when Campbell comes after it, and now he has four driving forwards. He's held up by Conte, and so he works the ball back to Hayden. Big diagonal launched long towards Palmer. Flicks it on cutely. Mullen now racing down the right. He's isolated. He's pulled Williamson out from the middle. He pops it to Ford. Not much in the box to weigh. Matsubi's going to run at pie. Works it inside to Mullen nicely. He's found a little bit of space. Turns well. Tries to chip but doesn't get enough on it. Lovely approach play by Mullen, wasn't it? Didn't go get the contact he wanted as the keeper bowls it out well. Conte comes driving through the middle. O'Connor slows him down, but Oconte looks eager to be progressive. Sloppy pass by him, though, and O'Connor is clearly fouled by Campbell after a pass to him by Conte is under hit. But promising moment for Mullen, that, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a very good move, wasn't it? And uh, Mullen with his weaving and ducking and diving inside players, and then he chipped it, but as I say he didn't get enough on it, enough power on yeah. the pace on it, and it was easy for the keeper to save in the end. But, you know, great, great thought process for it. Palmer wins the header from the diagonal. Mullen can't get to it, but Wrexham looked to claim it back. Having said that, Castro was very quick there and was going to outpace Tunnicliffe onto a loose ball. Toes are covered well. Linda Veit says that bodegas are only a New York thing. I'm listening from Aloha, Oregon. And in the West, we go to the 7-Eleven or Circle K. So... There you go. You're getting a lot of bodegas. <laughs> 7-Elevens. I've yeah. heard of 7-Elevens. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, Williamson again who's spending a lot of time on the left I'm just looking at whether the shapes change from what we expected it's popped forwards into the hole and Conte works it backwards long ball over the top but it's a well it's a poor oh. touch by Campbell um, Castro but also he looks offside I think he knew it you know it seems crazy we're talking about these things you know 12 months ago two years ago we wouldn't have been talking about bodegos and it's wonderful <laughs> we got all these fans all over the world <laughs> listening to us bringing all these new expressions to us and telling us what everything is and vice further we we tell them you know what's happening over in the yeah, it's brilliant isn't it oh, amazing speaking of which mike harvey wants to know what local delicacies are we sampling today bill's brought some cookies from the co-op well i've, I've <laughs> so. got 
cookies in my pocket from Coventry still as well. <laughs> I'll, I'll pass on that. <laughs> Throw into Wrexham in their own half. Hayden the four. That's a good flick on by O'Connor, but it's well read by Story. Ball drops loose. Wrexham try and claim it back, but this time it's Conte breaking things up. Pye is actually playing inside Richardson. Richardson is playing as the as the fullback. As, as again, Gate said, build from the back. Richardson decides to work it backwards. Story, because he was sent off at Wrexham earlier this season, hits the big diagonal. He's looking in the air for Richardson, but Ford gets up, puts him off, and lets it go behind for a th- well, go out for a throw, should I say? Good contingent of Wrexham fans in the away end. It's a strange stadium. Maybe half time's the time to talk about why this is one of the weirdest stadiums that, that we'll play at. <laughs> An international sports stadium with two sides, a big running track around it as well. The pitch very distant from the seats. That's thrown by Toza, wins a throw higher up the line. I hope your cookies are homemade to the. Uh Bill? Oh no, a bit useless really. You'd be in the, the kitchen shop. cooking. Yeah, no. <laughs> you wouldn't want anything I cook. As <laughs> Wrexham squandered the ball from a throw in, now Conte is found Castro. We're getting a surging through the middle, gets to the edge of the area. Oh, Lee's done well to nip in from behind and get just a toe to the ball. And as a result, Wrexham can tidy it up, but they need to get in the front front a bit more, Wrexham here. Long ball forwards, it's carried through to Palmer after a challenge by Mullen. Wrexham with it on the halfway line. Ford allowing O'Connor to take over. Here's Tunnicliffe now, working it across to McFadgen on the halfway line. But Gates had, like we said, working very hard yeah, to deny yeah. his space, yeah. working in Wrexham's half as well. O'Connor looks for a raking diagonal, lovely ball to Ford, who brings it down well, but then runs into trouble. He cuts inside Richardson, but like I said, Campbell, a striker, will do a good shift, and he's back to tackle. And now quickly they fed the ball forwards. It's not wide, looking for Richardson on the overlap. Left-hand side, 25 yards out, running at Ford. He's blocked across, throwing, level the edge of the area. Ford unhappy, he was left isolated there. But yeah, there's, like I said, they're in good form, unbeaten in five. And, well, that important tackle by Lee a moment ago on the edge of the area. Otherwise, Conte, well, who knows how far he might have got. Throw-in's taken into midfield. Work backwards by Tinkler. It's Story allowed to carry it forwards through the centre circle. It was a sloppy pass to Bailey. He did well to stretch and bring her under control. Or Gateshead could have played themselves into trouble. Tinkler now taking on Elliot Lee on the halfway line. It's a poor ball. Mullen is just beaten to it. Sloppy passing at the back by Gateshead. It's in the end worked across and drilled against the Wrexham head Marshall will come out to claim it I mean Gateshead do have a sort of reputation often for playing passing football established under the ex-Wrexham manager Gary Mills of whom you know well he was as amazing at Gateshead as he was disastrous at Wrexham <laughs> quite frankly <laughs> um, that's one way of putting it yeah um, and as Gateshead who for mindless ball through to Howards uh, yeah they do generally have a reputation for playing that nice constructive passing to feet and they're, they're doing so today so far aren't they yeah, I think what we've got to do is be very patient in this game. But, mm. you know, they're very attacking-minded at the moment and they're playing really well, Gates said. But, uh, mm. you know, as long as we keep holding our back line and, uh, you know, defending as we are doing, we'll, we'll be all right. And as I say, they'll, they'll wear themselves out, I think. Long ball turns, Wrexham's defence, Howard's out quickly to thump <laughs> the ball away. The, the good thing about playing in an athletic stadium with a running track, and there are very few is that if you're under pressure, you can smash it and it's not going to stop travelling for ages. You've got lots of time <laughs> to reorganise yourself. 
a bit like a Richard Brody penalty. Oh, ouch. There's a, there's a piece of heritage we should explain to new fans as Richardson has it in midfield, dinks it into the box, Toza calmly gets it away, O'Connor volleys it to the halfway line, Mullen's just beaten to it though by Story, and then Lee misheads it on the edge of the area, but that's good awareness by Young, who nods it down for fours, but again, he just smashes it into Gateshead's half, and they're going to be allowed once more to have possession. And build from the back again. Mm. So Wrexham's certainly not dominating this one no I think we need to push forward a lot more and uh, especially on midfield I think and, and put pressure on their their back four the ball's not long again by Gateshead awkward bounce Tony Cliff shoved clear foul by Castro no Free need kick. for that no need for that was their talk oh he's daft eh? I mean yeah. Tony Cliff the best he could do is let it run out for a throw and instead he's given Wrexham a cheap free kick and a chance to clear or build up from the back it was Bill will interpret this for me, Akbar fan. You're listening right now on your iPhone, I understand this so far, playing Ratchet and Clank on my PS2 emulator. <laughs> Need the three points badly today. Put some pressure on knots. Absolutely right. We, so, we, we certainly don't endorse the use of emulators uh, as, <laughs> as an official club, and I would not have a clue how to operate or use one at all. Not at all. Be beautifully, sincerely put, <laughs> as Wrexham put out for a throw-in, deep in Gateshead's half. There was more than a, a ratchet and a clank about that pass <laughs> forwards. There wasn't much subtlety to it. <laughs> so, throw down the flank. And Tunnycliffe, or Dozer rather, underneath it, heads it away. Can Lee keep it in? Yes, he can. He gets a lucky ricochet, but Palmer can't capitalise. And now the ball drops to Conte. Wrexham just not getting a foot on the ball here at all. As we said, we're defending fairly comfortably. And... You know, Gates says we'll do well to keep this energy up, but uh, they won't be happy with the first 15 minutes as the ball's fed towards Campbell. Good foot in by O'Connor. Toza clips it over the top. Now, that's a nice idea looking for Palmer. He'll get there first on the left. Only Mullen in support. Cuts inside from the flank. Palmer looking for help. And, oh, offside given. Well, I've got to be honest. I, I wasn't. It didn't cross my mind he could be offside. I mean, I'm not saying, not saying I'm right. But I am right. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I was, uh, uh, I'm slightly surprised at that one. Well, the, the replay is being shown. That's not going to help us because the camera was tight on Toza when he hit it. So uh, even though they're slowing it down, you know, Palmer is not in the screen. He doesn't. Well, I mean, looks yard offside there. But where did he start from? Well, yeah, <clears throat> slightly confused on National League TV, uh, going through frame by frame to show Palmer's position. As the ball's in the air, well, that's not how offside works, is it? It's when the ball's hit, as the ball's not long, and Tunnicliffe is clattered into by Danny Elliott. Berserker says, hey, y'all from Dallas, Texas. Sorry if it's been addressed already. Are we expecting any moves to be made as we near the end of the transfer window? Love listening to you guys. Berserker, you're living up to your name. Well done. Um, <laughs> I think there will be players coming in, or but I remember we don't have a transfer window. We can sign players any time. Oh, it's long ball forwards by Howard, and Palmer helped it on. Mullen was chasing it, and Pye did well to get in the way I think stop him. What Stockport did well last year was mm. targeting players that may have been promised in January they were going to get game time, and then didn't get that game time, and they went in in March and got a few people on loan and what have you, didn't they, to sort of come in and, and help them towards the end of the season. Um, mm. We might be looking to do that, possibly. I mean, it's, it's you know, it's going to yeah. be a premium at the moment, isn't it? There's no rush, but I think we will. As and there's Gateshead coming forwards, and this has nice looked tackle. threatening to Lee. Made a great tackle on the edge of the box. Went to ground early and made the sort of blocking tackle. Ford 
chips it forwards looking for Mullen it's not got enough on it though headed away by Pye but headed away poorly Young picks it up drives into the box uh. super tackle by Richardson to stop him it was a good purposeful run by Young and Richardson did well to keep an eye on the ball and, and really nail that tackle yeah our tactics seem to change completely tonight we seem to come for the long ball over the top and instead of passing it through the middle like we normally do so uh well, on that occasion, what we were able to do that we often don't, well, haven't been in this game, was we managed to get a player high up the pitch to fight for the second ball, didn't yeah, we? Yeah. So, mm -hmm. because Young got close, he was able to win it, and then, even though we didn't succeed to find Mullen, it was worthwhile. Here's a ball for Palmer to chase, and it's hacked away by Richardson. Deep into Wrexham's half, McFadgen's got time, turns, Castro's trying to pressure, McFadgen decides he's going to be brave with the ball and knock it forwards, but it's inaccurate, Story reads it, and now it's a good ball forwards by Ollie. ball fed across to the right-hand side, picked up again on the halfway line, Ollie, by the way, is the Gateshead captain, I'm not getting familiar with Palmer, just so when you hear me saying Ollie, I'm not got, I've not gone weird, <laughs> Gateshead have had to go back into their own half, because Wrexham again got their shape together yeah so just berserker just to finish off that point that i yeah we think we will bring players in but there's no necessity to rush to get business done in january i think things something will happen oh it's good Great work tackle. by o'connor he tackles uh, castro unfortunately mullen's layoff from o'connor's pass is not good lee's fought hard to win it back dinks over the top looks like a good ball mullen breaking down the left hand side no support though he cuts in there's a man in the box now and he looks for palmer who gets up well oh. and heads it straight at the keeper it wasn't an easy header. There was a defender no. he had to get over, but what a shame he couldn't get direction on that because he was close in. And then you wonder whether the, the you know whether the ref would have give a free kick then to Gateshead for Palmer maybe climbing all over the defender. But uh, yeah, true. Um, but it was a it was an effort on nice goal. burst. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, and a close range effort on goal. But like I said, the defender getting tight to him caused a problem. Now Wrexham looking neat again, at least until Mullen is flattened by Story the referee gives the free kick as Story claims innocence ball down the right and Wrexham are getting moving again here is Young now he's got Conte on him oh it's a brilliant ball by Young inside Ford pulls it back out but he picks out Pye and he knocks it clear through in Toza territory although High Hayden sprints quickly across to take a quick one and O'Connor gives him a sloppy ball back and having given the ball away then grabs hold of Castro's shirt and but Palmer was clattered off the ball there and taken mm. out. Yeah, uh, it's it's a shame that wasn't it really. I think Hayden should have left of a tozer as well. Give him. Yeah. I, I'm not saying this not at a. I'm against quick short throws, but when you've got tozer, use him the first time at put least. Just have a little look at the keeper. Yeah, put the pressure on yeah. the defence. See what happens. Yeah. See how they react. Um, uh, Jim in Monticello is saying he doesn't. He, there's no li watch live option tonight. I'm listening, but would love to watch too. I, I thought there was. Yeah, yeah, there Short is definitely, screen, yeah. definitely been screened. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So have a have a have a good look on the website, the club website, because I'm certain it, it is. It is on. Is it, it is on. nationalleaguetv.com or something like that? Yeah. I don't know the exact address, but you have to go into the national league site and not yeah. the Wrexham website. It's the usual thing. Wrexham will have the details, though, won't they? Yes, they will. Ball so, straight yeah. forward, and Ollie miscontrols it badly. Young's getting more involved in this game, as is O'Connor. He clips over the top. That'll have too much on it, but Wrexham are really trying to release Mullen in between the two big centre-backs. Didn't work that time. Here is Pye. 
<laughs> Gavin France says, Tools has got a long walk for a towel tonight. <laughs> he certainly <laughs> has. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but also a long run for his throw-up as well. So oh, my word. Yeah. yeah, he could do a proper javelin throw, couldn't he? <laughs> the ball's dinked forwards, looking for Elias. Well read by Hayden, who pops it away. But it's Castro who gets to it first. And the ball is fed to the dangerous Elias. He scuffs a 25-yard shot, though. And it wanders through to Howard's. McFadgen receives the ball when it's pulled out to him again. He decides to try and take on his man, and he gets past him. That's good. He crosses the halfway line. Mullen has dropped off and receives from him under pressure, though. Ollie as well to tackle it off him. And Bailey plays the back pass. To be fair to him, they're all over us, like Tony Soprano over a piece of Gabagool, aren't they? So. <laughs> Bada bing. I think that the whole. This whole New York thing is starting to worry me now. There's people, people listening from everywhere. But New, I know it's New Jersey, but you know what I'm saying. It is my top being the grunt. destination, like dream destination, yeah. go to New York. Do oh. a Sopranos tour in New Jersey. That would be, that'd be <laughs> delightful. I was only yesterday telling kids about my exciting visits to Edgar Allan Poe's house in Brooklyn. Oh, That's nice. another half-time tale. I, I, <laughs> I hope I can remember them. As Rex were working around at the back, in the end, Howard knocks it away. It's headed away by Bailey. Wrexham feed it forwards Palmer nearly nicked into that good work by Pye and that's good work as well through the middle by Ollie who works it wide to the right hand side crossing opportunity for Campbell he's got two men in the middle he's stopped from crossing by Tunnicliffe but he pulls it back and the ball is swept in Castro gets to it pops her up in the air rather Hayden volleys it away and now Mullen dropping off into his own half has done well to take that under pressure and calm things down and find Ford and right back he hits a long ball forwards and Ford who is a good passer is giving the ball away low to Why be fair bad nice. touch that by Ollie and Palmer has picked her up so Wrexham have it again we're getting more possession here aren't we Lee on the halfway line can't be progressive because he was picked up quickly by Ollie but Wrexham has switched it to the right and now it's Hayden finding Ford Wrexham just popping the ball around and they found O'Connor in a bit of space now can he get his head up and have a look around and play the killer pass rolls it across to Young back to O'Connor immediately pressured he spreads it Tunnicliffe has got McFadgen down the line this is much better from Wrexham just getting the passing rhythm going back to Tunnicliffe he'll have to go back again Toza cute just draws Campbell to him and finds Tunnicliffe again on the left he's got a little bit of room to whip his options finds Lee who typically just dips his shoulder and turns around his man yeah, this is the Wrexham we know now isn't yeah. it? just passing the, passing the ball around passing into spaces mm. I think Gateshead is sitting a bit further back now and allows that space in the midfield as O'Connor's a bit over ambitious of the pass forwards but Wrexham claim it back good ball by Hayden down the line now Mullen is trying to cut in from the right flank Ford is outside him and he receives it he's got his man isolated will he go at him he carries it into the box cuts inside then oh look he tries to go outside but rather telegraphed it and to be fair to Richardson he really stayed on his feet well read it and got the foot in but suddenly Wrexham have got their their foot on Gateshead's throats and are dominating this making Gateshead run and tie themselves out it's just like you predicted, Neil. The intensity of the pressure they put on the ball has faded a bit. We've seen it time and time again here at mm. the race course, and you know, and, and at away games, mm. you know, they do tie themselves out very quickly. As Palmer gets a free kick, an occasion for national celebration. The bunting <laughs> gets out. will be out in Brinte tomorrow. <laughs> the ball fed to his feet by Lee, and he did really well, Palmer, because he was uh, he had the centre back uh, all over him, story like a cheap suit. And hands around his neck. He, yeah, he grabbed him around the neck and threw him to the floor in the end. To be fair, of course, Palmer had, was pulling his arm, had his arms wrapped around the back of the centre back as he backed in, but the ref couldn't see that. 
So free kick to Wrexham in a good position, not a shooting position, a low corner's on, isn't mm. he? quite fancies getting a deflection from anywhere, doesn't he? It's about 30 yards out, left of centre. And I'd have thought an area to put balls into the box. Or test his keeper. It's a fair way out, though. It is. He steps up and he sweeps it in. Comes across oh. the face of goal. Oh, I think that's a corner. I think it hit a defender at the near post and flashed across the face of goal and just nobody could quite get to it. But that was a dangerous free kick from O'Connor. Really whipped it in left-footed, didn't he? Tunnicliffe jumped for it. Just couldn't get the contact. And it flew across Mullin, but it was out of his reach. Corner, right-hand side. O'Connor will take it. Another Hayden goal like Saturday's, don't we? No, anybody will do. Yeah. <laughs> As O'Connor steps up, sweeps it beyond the far post. Keeper can't get there. Drops loose again. And it'll be picked up by Lee. Oh, shot is oh. well blocked. Tremendous block that. It's headed partly clear. Square to Young. Edge of the D. He pulls it back. Toza. That's a, oh, oh, no. That's, that's unlucky. Unlucky. It was a nice idea. It's gone for a goal kick. He tried to just feed it quickly into the channel. And if one of the players there had gambled and run onto it, they might just have made it. That was unlucky. But it did cause problems at that, that corner, didn't it? It was headed back across the face and Lee smashed a shot in, but the defender had got a really good block in. He was only about six inches away from him. And uh, the shot had no chance of getting through him. So, it's Marshall walking out from his area. Gateshead popping it around at the back. Still nil-nil. 27th minute. As Wrexham are starting to get on top after Gateshead made a very confident start without necessarily making any chances. Wrexham now feeding it forwards again. McFadgen on the left-hand side in his own half. Lee's buzzing around trying to make space to find uh, an option. And McFadgen instead goes long and it goes through to Marshall. Um, Lady B said, uh, greeting peeps, having a nice morning listening to you before I have to go to the dentist. This match is a welcome distraction. Oh, I've got a dentist story. In it. And f as, as we're on a North American theme, it involves s'mores um, from a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, here is Gateshead coming forwards. And there's going to be some football content in this. Oh, it's given away sloppily by Conte. Palmer, though, was good work that to hold him up by Ollie, Because Palmer, if he'd been able to turn then, could have got into a great position. But as it is, Wrexham still have it. Ford on the right-hand side on the halfway line. Again, Wrexham just moving it around, drawing them out. Hayden tries to drive forwards. Good energy by Elliot. Just a track with him and make sure he doesn't play the ball forwards. But Wrexham quite happy now just to move it around, pop it about. Drag Gateshead around. Oh, it's a sloppy ball by Toza, though, and Castro gets to it first. But he hasn't got any support, and so his lunge only gives it back to Toza. Hurried ball over the top by O'Connor. It's cleared easily. Maybe a little sloppily for the throw into Wrexham. About 15 yards short of the halfway line. Idina, and I don't know the answer to this, it's a great question, says, what ways can the fans from overseas volunteer to help support the club? I'd love to volunteer in person, but being in the US makes things difficult. Quite true. P.S. Happy Oli Palmer Day. Well said. The, um, <laughs> that's a great question. Mm. As Lee tries an ambitious pass, Mullen applauds it intention, but it goes through to the keeper. That is maybe something we should be raising Spread to the club as well. Spread the word. Well, that, that, well frankly, yes. Um, because that's what... Uh, I mean, 
the offer of streaming for free was all about, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah. That, that the spreading the word was more valuable to us than the money we'd make from the streams. As O'Connor gives the ball away sloppily, ball plays into the right channel, and it drills it. Good oh, save, Howard. That's the first good effort of the game, really. And it was a slack pass by O'Connor. Yeah. Elliot, like you said, is he's in good form and he's a good striker, he is. And he nailed it, but the, the angle wasn't great for him and Howard did well to get his hands above his head and tip it over the bar. Dangerous moment, though. So, corner. And it'll be an in-swinger from Ollie. Steps up, right-footed, chips it to the end, six-yard box. Good header by Hayden. He got up really well. McFadgen is chasing to try and keep it in. He won't manage it. Throw to Gateshead, about 10 yards out, right-hand side. Jim Barrett says, anyone else having a hard time seeing where the far sideline is on the video feed? It's because it just, it just runs into the running track, and it's, it's hard to see the lines as the throw will be taken by Tinkler. He's got Castro dancing around on the corner of the box, trying to find space. He receives it in the end and pops it back to Tinkler. Not the best first touch by him, but he manages to work it on. And Castro comes inside, left-footed cross. Well, one by Ford in the air. Put back into the box again. Elliot does well to make it his, but his flick on is, is blocked sharply. Now then, Campbell, 25 yards out. Feeds it square. Conte, gets it out in a good spell again. Feeds it into Campbell. It's all very crowded in there, though. But Campbell's won well to win it back off Young. He goes down wanting a free kick. The referee says not. Hayden digs out a clearance to the halfway line where Mullin spins his man brilliantly. Now then, Palmer's trying to get there in the middle. Go Mullin on, plays what? it early. Palmer gets there first. Can't oh. control it, though. Oh, what a moment. He's complaining mm. he was fouled. He may have a case, but, I mean... He <laughs> I think the referee's liable unless it's obvious to give the benefit of the doubt to the defender there, probably, because he's going to have to send him off if he gives the foul. Mullin played that cross maybe a little too early. I don't know. There wasn't much in that, was there? I could that's see a young tackle, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, so you, yeah. And this is it now. And Mullin played a very early ball in. It was a nice idea. And Palmer, yeah, he got goal side of his man. It was one on one with the keeper, but couldn't keep his balance. There may well have been a cute little tug from Tinkler. <laughs> Tinkler's tug was a, a good... That was a, a very good folk band, honestly. Don't censor me, Bill. I didn't mean what you're thinking. Um, but anyway. I wasn't thinking anything, Mark. <laughs> Free kick's been given to Gateshead? Right, no idea of that. I don't understand that at all. To show him Mullen's turn again. No, no, in the penalty area where Palmer had it. I didn't see Palmer commit a foul. Uh, Mullen turning pie. I mean, pie nearly hurt himself, but it was a foul by pie. He just jumped onto Mullen's back. It was crazy. But Mullen was strong as O'Connor turns and clears under pressure. Throwing the halfway line to Gateshead, right hand side, 31st minute. Your theory about ch chucking the ball up in the stands, Mark's not going to work because you've got ball boys all around the ground with, with balls in their hands, mate. True, true. <laughs> so, it's Conte working it to the left hand side. <coughs> Gateshead having a second wind here in this half as it's worked forwards. With a not accurately by Richardson. Ford dinks it, looking for Palmer in the air. He helps it on well. Mullins on the chase here. Oh, the bounce just beat him. He was unfortunate there. And as a result, Bailey is able to tidy. So Bailey's in a lot of important tidying up in front of the defence. That's Gateshead working it around the back four. Oh, sloppy ball inside, which is just beyond the reach of Palmer. 
That wasn't clever, that at all, by Richardson, but he got away with it. Long's not long and goes straight through to Howard. Yeah, that's where we're very good, aren't we, when we press at the back on their, on their defence and they have to play these quick balls. Yeah. Jim Barrett says Tinkler's Tug is definitely not a good name for a folk band. I don't know. I think it, it sums up everything a folk band's mean to me. Long ball forwards down the left. Palmer helps it on, and Rex and Dunk benefit from a sloppy touch by Bailey this time. It just dropped beyond Lee. As a result, Gateshead are feeding the ball backwards. Yes. Jeffrey Klusterman says he's listening from his desk in Markham, Ontario. Let's make my workday brighter with a win. Let's hope so. Ball work for, back, for, backwards again by Gateshead. Clipped up to Campbell, who works it square. Conte trying to find space on the left. Will have to go back into his own half. As uh, Motel on Mars says, the stadium looks pretty empty on the feed. Is it? Yes. And again, like I said, I think at halftime we'll have a little chat about the the wonders of the Gateshead International Stadium. It's a it's an unusual one. Yeah, I think they struggle to get like a thousand don't yeah. they, for the home games. They generally, do. Yeah, yeah. Long ball forwards, turning Hayden. Well played, Hayden does well to get the ball back to Howard. Campbell was on the chase, wasn't able to get there. Rural Detective says, what a pleasure to watch O'Connor. He's come on brilliantly in the last few weeks. They're so cold and cal cool and calculated on the ball. Very Kevin De Bruyne-esque. I, 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 I like uh, O'Connor. He's had a couple of sloppy moments and he, he tends yeah, yeah. to. Yeah. But he's, he's got that glide about him when he moves on the ball, which I enjoy watching. And he has got a bit of quality about him, hasn't he? As Campbell squares it. Gateshead continuing to have a good spell of possession again. Ball's fed backwards. And in the end, it's Pye. Wrexham with the team trying to put pressure on the defenders now. Pye knocks it long into midfield. Good ball, though. It's brought down nicely by Campbell, who's just dropping off and finding pockets of space. He's found Conte on the left, and he's drawn Hayden out from the middle. He helps it on into the middle himself. Elliot on the edge of the six-yard box, plays it wide again. Richardson chance to cross, floats it in, and that's got too much on that as a attempt to claim a penalty by Elliot, which is absolute nonsense, as he and Toza clash in the box nothing in that now here's O'Connor just like I said just gliding forwards comfortably he lets Young take over helps on to Lee on the halfway line McFadgen's outside him McFadgen looks up Lee has just made a little forward dart McFadgen decides he'll go back and Rexham need to get into that passing rhythm that we had five minutes ago well Howard smashed that long we had no real option and it's headed clear O'Connor once more McFadgen standing it down the flank asking a lot of Palmer and it'll go all the way through to Marshall, who hits Oof. it off Palmer. A little dangerous routine. Again, funny little decision-making, like that yeah. instance in the first minute where he should have stepped out the box. He clearly wanted that to go for a goal kick. It clearly was not going to go. And so he had to stand smash it, and he was lucky to hit it against Palmer. As we see a replay on the monitor of the collision between Elliot and Tunnicliffe in the box, which, surprise, surprise, was nothing. The referee saw that. That's for what it was. <coughs> so... Still nil-nil. 35 minutes played. Kilted footy fan is listening to us in Oregon. Ball's knocked long. Ford can get underneath that and claim a throw-in deep in Wrexham's half. <laughs> um, Toza will take it to get some distance. I'm just winding my way up, my way up to read this uh, this tweet with all the all the tests of my northeastern American accent that I can muster. <laughs> Ball thrown down the line. Palmer can't quite get there. It's held up well by Mullen. Gets it back to Palmer. Cute little chip down the line. There's not much space to but Rex worked it well. Young is dispossessed though. That was good defending. 
and the ball is cleared. In fact, the ball's cleared to Conte, but his touch is poor. Lots of bits of play like that where both sides press hard and there's no space. And Wrexham nearly worked something as the ball is worked across to the left-hand side. Here now is Elliot Lee. He'd love to get him on the ball. Oh, he's done well there. He just careers around his man and then tries to surge past another. He's done well. He gets a return pass from McFadgen and then nutmegs his man on the halfway line. He's just having his own little game here, Lee. Brilliant. Squares it to Hayden in the centre circle. That was fun. He just got a bit bored then and thought, I'm just going to play some football. Ford cuts <laughs> inside. That makes space for Young on the overlap. Takes a touch, pulls it to the edge of the area. Heavy touch from Palmer. He battles to try and claim it back, but it's ultimately smashed clear. Nice touch by Hayden, though. Finds O'Connor. This is good pressure by Wrexham. O'Connor's 35 yards out. Has hit, Leaves it to Hayden. Go on, they're backing off you guys. They're backing off him, yeah. McFadgen's screaming for a switch. O'Connor finally obliges. And now McFadgen has got the right back isolated. Oh, plays wow. a give and go to Mullen, but it wasn't a good pass. And the ball is cleared. Wrexham have it again, though. Tonic left to O'Connor. Immediately closed down by Ollie. So Wrexham go back into their own half. There was pressure on Hayden. He didn't see that oh. coming, and came, Campbell's nicked her off him. That was sleepy work by Hayden. Luckily for Wrexham, Campbell's pass was very poor and gave it away. But Wrexham have given it away, at least passing it forwards. And Gates said, "Have it on the halfway line." Bailey will go backwards. That's just a comment of the past, not a judgment of his future playing prospects. <laughs> Richardson on the halfway line, left hand side, and this time it's Gateshead being a bit more patient. <laughs> Wrexham happy to just leave Palmer and Mullen chasing. Oh, and it's forced a really poor error. Given straight to Young, and now Wrexham can get a bridgehead in Gateshead's half as Ford accelerates brilliantly. He's got past two men down the flag. Oh, that's a nasty trip on him as well. Pye was miles out of position. He's you got, got to be booked for that. He's be, got yeah. to be. He made no attempt to play the ball. Ford surged past two players. <laughs> and was in a good crossing position. Pye, the centre-back, had been left eating his dust, and he just ran up behind him and kicked him. And surely he gets a booking for that. I no attempt played the ball. Crust for a second. Oh! <laughs> Sorry, I know that's awful. But <laughs> oh, he did. He just yeah. took a swipe out for his leg, didn't he? And that's one of those where you're so cynical. The ball's two yards away from him. Yeah. You wonder, you know, could you justify a red? I guess you can't. It's not really endangering him. But to run up behind the block and just it's kick just him with no attempt to play yeah, the ball. It's a cynical yeah. foul, isn't it? I wouldn't mind if the rules allowed for anything like that to just be a straight red and, you know. What was I saw last night was it in the Spanish league they showed their first white card. What was that all about? Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah. Is that like oh. a Simbin card or something? I didn't I don't know. I'll have to look at that. I love watching Spanish football. You know, I haven't watched it in the last couple of weeks. Now I'm regretting it. <laughs> In swinger then, which I think is a great idea, you know. Well, O'Connor steps up, sweeps it under the bar, headed away well though. O'Connor will get it again on the right flank, and he thinks about turning and trying to run at his man, but instead he swings the ball to the edge of the box, well headed clear once more, and volleyed further away by Ollie. McFadgen is after us, takes a touch, forces him wide, and he drills the ball over the top. Palmer will chase, but he won't get there. Well, he will get there first. He unlucky, the ball's gone out of play. But it was good work by Palmer to try and get there. Throwing level the edge of the Gateshead's area to Gateshead. Um, <laughs> Wayne Cram. Oh, no, I'm the... Wayne, I, I'm coming to that. But I still <laughs> haven't got my Boston accent quite right uh, in my head. Oh, I think I know which one you mean. I think you, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, I'm being challenged to a Mayor Quimby. Ball's thrown down the line, headed away into midfield where Gateshead gets it clear. It's worked back in the end to the edge of their area where once more they're slightly 
Like insecure, and they play out from the back, yep. and they've given it away there. Through to Wrexham, 25 yards out, right hand side. They've been signed to promise for Wrexham, but I think they'll want to up this in the second half. Yeah, would you bring toes in for that? Yep. Nope. I would certainly have toes of hurling this in. Nope, in fact, I'm slightly surprised that. Oh yes, he is. Here he comes. Yeah. It took his while, it's time, but he's going to get his first chance to sling something in. As you say, he's got plenty of running space. Well, yeah, absolutely. 25 yards out. Yeah, Toza. He's in the fourth lane, the fifth lane, the sixth <laughs> lane. <laughs> the sixth lane of the running track. As he now comes charging up. What a run up that is. Hurls it in wow. towards the far post. Palmer oh. misjudged it. Shot comes oh. back in, but over the bar. Oh, that was a long throw by Toza standards, wasn't <laughs> it? Oh, boy. Why are we not using his long throws every single time? Yeah. I mean, hell's bells. Do you think we can expand the race course to include a running track for him? <laughs> we must, yeah. Well, they got that to the far post. Palmer looked like he jumped and more mistimed the header than couldn't get to it. And it was headed away. Young tried to repeat his trick at that uh, Maidstone and hit a long range shot in but couldn't get on top of it. That was exciting. That was. Um, <laughs> keeper comes wandering out as far as he can. No one's really worrying about closing him down. It's a huge kick. Too huge. Howard decides to keep it in love and let it run for the goal kick. It's. Okay, Wayne Cram says, make your way to Boston and we'll give you a tour of all Revolutionary War historical sites. That sounds good. And make sure you get some lobster and some chowder. A lot of round away. Chowder. I, I, I hope that pleased you. <laughs> the ball's played long, cleared. O'Connor picks it up, though, and hooks, hooks a quick ball to Ford. Chowder. The ball's played into O'Connor, <laughs> but under Chinese, pressure, it's worth back to Ford. No, it's, like I say, it's Mayor Quimby. Great. Oh, Mullen's done well to get ahead to that, and it's a hurried clearance to get it out of play by Story. No, 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 Ford. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah, it's a throw over the edge of the area. Let's get Toza going <laughs> <laughs> with his souped-up run-up. Um, I'm quite enjoying counting the lanes. One, two, three, fourth lane. Oh, he's a bit short to run up this as he prepares himself. Ball boy ambles in. He's going for a high jump, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, he slings it into the job box, headed away well. Tony Cliff was stretching for that. But he's putting it right into the heart of the goal mouth. It's clear to Elliot, he's done well. Finds Campbell, there's a break on here. Oh, the run outside him doesn't help him. But he's held on to it and worked it wide. Ollie, I think if he'd maintained his width, would have given a good target or created space for Campbell. As there is, Gated has still got it on the left-hand side. Conte has got an option outside <laughs> him. Gets into the box, works it outside. Cross comes in from Pye. This headed clear firmly, easy for Tunningcliffe. Palmer can't win it, but it's won well in midfield by O'Connor. That's good. And he drives forwards. He's got no real options ahead of him, though. And he can't find a teammate, but he's being fouled. So, free kick in midfield to Wrexham. Jarvis swing us um, outside of New York City Bodega is a spot in Miami that serves the best tacos in South Beast Be South Beast that sounds good <laughs> South Beach from an airstream inside here and the door on the right leads to a secret nightclub ooh tacos and nightclubs there's a thing <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, that's a thought isn't it as Toza steps up Two and a half, two minutes left. Finds Palmer edge, knocks it down nicely. Now oh, can Young get the shot? Mullen get the shot off. He can't. Ah, oh, and he tries to turn and find a teammate and couldn't. It was Young. Beg your pardon. I got mixed up with Zuma Mullen. Lovely nod down by Palmer, and a lovely take by Young, and he just couldn't get the shot off. 
Here's Gateshead now, prodding a good ball to Conte. Conte driving at the defence, plays a good ball, right channel, great chance this for Campbell, drives it in, Howard, excellent save. save. That's a huge save, isn't it? Just before <coughs> half-time, it's a massive save. One-on-one, on one, big, big chance. Campbell drilled it, and Howard made himself big and got in the block and was able to hold on to it. Great ball by Conte. It was a great break. And Wrexham are indebted to their keeper. Howard's launches it long down the right-hand side won't reach Palmer but Young flicks it on well Palmer tries to hook it wide Ford will be beaten to it by Conte and he feeds it backwards Richardson feeds it across to the right-hand side Kim Haggerts just to make us feel jealous is listening from Aruba ball lifted up towards the edge of the area and hooked out of play by Tony Cliff for a throw-in 25 yards out. Second time we've been told this season that somebody's listening to us from Aruba. Wow. That's really? A, that's quite exotic, <laughs> isn't it? Throw-in taken quickly. Ollie squares it 25 yards out. It's Richardson who comes on to it. He's got Young trying to force him wise. Level the edge of the area, cuts back on his right foot, swings it in, and Hayden heads it clear. He's very right-footed. Ooh, it's a sloppy piece of work by the defenders. Allows Mullen to pick her up. Strong challenge on him. A foul on him, in fact, by Story. Yeah, he's very right-footed, the left-back, Richardson, and he, he gets into decent positions, but he always wants to come back on his rise and lift it in. And, you know, the shape of a cross, it's more difficult to get it right when you're doing that. It's easier to cross on the side that you're, you know, you're on the left, across cross of your left, isn't it? Or rather, to cross accurately. Oh, Greg Clinton, in case I missed it, is there a discussion on what is a biscuit and what is a cookie? For us Americans especially, since Neil seems to be carrying an emergency pack with him from the last match. <laughs> <laughs> Free kick taken and headed partly away. Considering oh. the weather we had recently, you might need them. <laughs> it has got a lot warmer. Sounds to me like Neil is the, uh, the, the, the biscuits I'm not the cookie monster, no. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like the guy who's got the answers, Neil. I think we'll, we'll pass that over to you at halftime. As Marshall walks out of his penalty area knocks it long again a massive kick by Marshall no control straight through to the keeper again funny enough when I picked him up at Coventry some guy from Coventry said put a couple more in your pocket I said no just have one packet <laughs> oh those are the actual free biscuits from yeah, Coventry from Coventry what a cheapskate <laughs> we nearly had the one minute that's a good flick on by Palmer but it'll be hooked clear throwing is that within toes of range possibly yeah I think that with, with the with the with, run up with yeah. the run-up and yeah. with eight seconds left of the added minutes, we might as well stick something in the goal mouth and see what happens. Yeah. Well, a great time to score would be now, wouldn't it, guys? Absolutely. We've had the minute as Toza goes, plays it short, having said that. And uh, the referee says, well, in that case, I'm blowing for half-time. Yeah, so, yeah, I think maybe we should launch that in. Half-time, nil-nil. I don't think Wrexham can be that happy with the first half. We had some good spells of possession and working it around, but we've not really made no. clear chances. We've not imposed ourselves. We've just got to hope that this is a wearing down process and we grind Gateshead down to the point where we can start to really dominate them in the second half. But Gateshead have, well, they look like a team I've lost in five. Yeah, they look yeah. decent, don't they? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and to be fair mm -hmm. to Gateshead, they've, they've had a couple of better chances, haven't they? Yeah. You know, Howard's made a couple of great saves, the tip over the bar and the one he just went down to now and saved well. Um, but normally Wrexham they come out second half on a totally different team so uh, but we're still top of the league you know it's nil nil guys you know anything can happen in the second half um, yeah but a bit of sloppy play between us you know some of our passing is not as slick as it normally is yeah 
you know, we just need to start making things stick a bit more. But then we also, I think, just need to, like I said, if the intensity of their pressure on the ball fades, we can punish them. And, yeah. You know, by, but the way you do that is by moving the ball around quickly and grinding them down. We need to do a bit more of that. Gator had some good possession, I thought, in the match. As Bear, look at that wonderful picture from Beer, Bear, Beer. A watch Wrexham, par- a Wrexham watch party from Always Sunny in Arizona featuring pulled pork. That is just wonderful. All sitting there at the table with the big big projection. Oh, that is superb. Wow. Brilliant. Um, now, <laughs> just another day. So I looked up Gateshead on Google Earth. It looks like a high school football field here in the US. Well. Very true, yeah. Yeah, and now there's a weird background to the stadium. Um, so, you know, settle down. So <laughs> I'm going to bore you. Um, <laughs> when I was a child, back in the 80s, the... Um, Britain has a number of really good middle distance runners. Um, Sebastian Coe, who my my aunt, who mm-hmm. emigrated to Canada, was thought was Sir Bastian Coe, <laughs> um, brilliantly. Um, Sebastian Coe, Steve Ovet, both won gold medals. Steve Cram, who was from um, that part of the world. That's as well. right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Steve Elliott was also from Gateshead. Um, this was a lot of really good middle distance runners mm-hmm. who won medals, gold medals, world championships, and Olympics, and. In the summer, it became a bit of a thing for a few years that every Friday night, uh, ITV, one of the national channels, would be showing athletics. And, you know, they'd be showing these guys all racing against each other all the time. And often they'd show them going for world records as well. And it became a regular summertime thing. Now, one of the main places that that held that was the stadium Wrexham playing in tonight. Yeah. So the Gateshead, it is the Gateshead International Stadium because it is an athletics arena. Um, and so it's it's a it's a major stadium in sort of British sporting heritage, I'd say. But you don't see a lot of athletics there anymore, do no, you? No, it seems to be pretty much defunct now mm. in terms of that. It's um, it's a bit big for Gateshead's needs because Neil says they tend to get crowds of around a thousand. If you look at the history of Wrexham against Gateshead, more often than not, there's less than a thousand at Gateshead. We seem to play them a lot in midweek, which makes it difficult for Wrexham fans to travel. Because it's like a three-hour journey away, at least from, yeah. from Wrexham. Yeah, we've had a lot of travelling this week, haven't we? Maidstone is right down the bottom right corner. Yeah, and Kent. Yeah, Maidstone's much closer to France than to Wrexham. Yes. And yeah. then... Gateshead is considerably closer to Scotland than Wrexham, yeah. up in the northeast corner. Um, Gateshead essentially, oh yeah, you could offend somebody saying this, so I'm going to be careful what I say. Gateshead is right next to Newcastle. I was going to say it's a suburb, of, it's not a suburb, it is a separate place. It's Newcastle, the big city on one side of the river, mm-hmm. and then Gateshead on the other, linked by the Tyne Bridge, which is a big sort of northeastern symbol symbolic thing if you look, look at the time bridge and you'll see that and, uh, and that's the symbol of the northeast as well as the angel, angel of the, the north, north. Yeah. which is a big statue um next to the motorway which is in gateshead so so gateshead's yeah culturally an interesting place plus gerald cole comes from there of course <laughs> Ev- everybody's favorite singer slash judge um <laughs> And um, well, that was a better Geordie accent than you had a better accent before, Mark. I must say, I'm sorry. Ciao da. <laughs> Lobster. No. <laughs> Have you ever heard JFK speak? Yeah. <laughs> Not recently, I accept. But <laughs> the, the, yeah. Ciao da. Have you ever watched The Simpsons? No. Quimby. Sorry, it's his nephew, isn't it? Who assaults the French. Yeah, yeah. 
waiter because of his pronunciation of chowda. So, um, <laughs> anyway, sorry, I, I may have digressed, which is unlikely. So, would it be clam chowder? Um, yeah, 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 clam chowder. Clam chowder. That's right, yeah, you yeah. You sound more Aussie now. You're a little Stick another claim on the barbie. Yeah. How many people That's can we it. drive away from Wrexham Football Club <laughs> with our stereotyping? I'm using our in very much the uh, the royal sense. <laughs> no, the... Um, and the, the weird thing about the Gateshead Stadium is the, oh, it, it is odd because the, the press boxes are strange. Um, they're all behind glass, but it has the press facilities of an international stadium. And it is remarkable. There's a big main press gallery with benches, two layers of benches behind glass. Um, but you don't always get put in there. In fact, you know, sometimes you get put in the crowd. And the, and you know, the Gateshead people are very friendly, so it's quite nice that you have a good chat with them before the game. Um, you also sometimes get put into... There are a couple of smaller press galleries, and I've a couple of times had commentaries where I've got my own booth, believe it or not. But the thing is, it's weird because, like I said, it's sort of a defunct major stadium. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really like dusty and neglected as well. So you've got all these wonderful facilities there, but it, it's, it really is. Like, there's a lot of dust and dirt and cobwebs and stuff. It's a shame. I'm not criticising Gateshead. They're a lovely club. It's just the facilities are too big for a club like that. We'll yeah. have very few volunteers, very few members of staff. But it is amazing. I had one of my most memorable experiences as a commentator. Um, Wrexham, when we got to the FA Trophy final in 2015, we beat Gateshead in the round of 16 in a replay. Two fantastic games. We drew one all here, got a late equaliser. And then at Gateshead, we, lo- we, were two- we were losing immediately after two minutes. Went ahead, let in the late equaliser, went to extra time. It was really, both teams went for it, but neither side could score. And it went to penalties. And we won on penalties. The winning penalty, Louis Moult comes up and <laughs> has to score to win. And Penenka's the goalkeeper. And it was wonderful. And then soon afterwards, oh, I'm going to get to do my weak Geordie accent again now. <laughs> Excellent. It's good, this. It's going to be in a sort of apologetic, apologetic, gentle <laughs> Geordie accent. Because the, the media lads at Gateshead are lovely. They're really nice. And bless him, as I was sort of packing my equipment up, uh, the, the, the the chief media lad comes in, looking a little bit sheepish, and, uh, and as I, of course I was shocked because looking sheepish is my job. I'm from Wrexham, not him. <laughs> and he walks here, the bill. That was a correct response, Bill. <laughs> and he goes, um, he goes, oh, I'm terribly sorry, like, uh, but our cameraman was so angry that when Louis Moult went up to take that penalty, he switched the camera off. <laughs> and it was like, oh man, I, I couldn't, I, I didn't do the highlights because it's like, how can you publish the highlights and get to the point where we were about to score the winning penalty in this gripping tie and then just put a voiceover saying, and he scored and back some won. You can't do that. So yeah, he, he was so angry that they were going to lose, he switched the camera off and didn't film the winning penalty. Wow. Isn't that brilliant? Wow. And then I went down and got the bizarre sight of Manny Smith, mm-hmm. um, who would leave Wrexham for Gateshead that summer uh, and then come back to Wrexham because he was damn good and we should never have let him go. No. Uh, again, Gary Mills, thank you very much. Um, Manny Smith last out of their changing room because he was tidying it all up. 
afterwards. Wow. Maybe that, like I said, they haven't got many staff. Maybe they thought, oh, this lad, this lad will clean the, the, the ground up for us. Maybe save a bit of money, like. <laughs> Slip him an extra fiver and say clean the press box. Going back to cleaning the grounds, wasn't it a wonderful sight to see the Japanese supporters of the World Cup cleaning oh, up after yeah, them, the yeah. World Cup, you know. Fair you play. wouldn't get that in the UK. Well, Manny Smith was I, in the UK. I doubt if you get it in America, but yeah, he, what he a wonderful, out. wonderful sight. Look, firstly, stop, stop criticising Americans. That's my job. I, I didn't <laughs> say them. And secondly, <laughs> secondly, Manny, Manny Smith came out of the changing room and he asked for a broom. Fair I mean, play fair to the man. Play, yeah. yeah, fair play for the man. Nice. Yeah, we should Good all man. be more tidier. Nice man, Manny Smith. Uh-huh. Lovely, lovely chap. For, for those new fans, Manny Smith was a superb player for us, a really good defender. And we had a manager come in, ironically, who made his reputation at Gateshead, who started okay but was a bit disastrous as time went on um, and he got rid of Manny Smith which astounded everybody because he was a cracking player and the moment Dean Keats came in and was building his team the first thing he did was get Manny Smith back in and he put in a couple of excellent years for us and then really cruelly his career was finished by a horrible injury I mean horrible as well because it was a freak he just went up for a head but Solihull landed awkwardly on his knee and it completely destroyed his knee and it was awful same happened to Mark Crichton, who was an excellent centre-back for us about five years earlier as well. Exactly the same thing. Absolutely just jumping, landed, knee, went, end of his career. Really unfortunate. So, yeah, so that's why this stand, stadium anyway is so odd-looking. I, I said it was two-sided. I shouldn't have said that because it does have some seats behind the goals, but I've never seen people in them at a Gateshead match. But in, yeah. the, in, in the 80s, it was a major... You know, like it's called the International Stadium. It is an International Stadium. It's got really good facilities around the back. It's got like a sort of leisure centre, conference centre style. It's very nice. But the stadium, it's a bit big for Gateshead, really. Yeah. What was it's, it? Uh, I mean, it's, it's a difficult one for Gateshead as a club as well, isn't it? Because they mm. are um, next... To, you know, it's a town next to such a massive club in itself you're going to struggle to have, yeah. if you've got Newcastle on your doorstep to encourage locals to come to games in numbers aren't you I mean, we, yeah. we, we previously before the takeover as much as we did, have always done well we've only got Liverpool Manchester United Everton Man City to a lesser degree mm. not that far away and that's always sort of drained our support mm. a little bit as well isn't it but to, yeah. be, to be as close as Gateshead are is you know, yeah, exactly. Makes it difficult. And Newcastle as well. I mean, it, it, it is a classic. I don't know, of course, you could argue this makes it different, but it's a sort of classic one club city. You know, yeah. if you're from Newcastle, you support Newcastle. They're up away from those other clubs. And yeah, it's. And even physically, the football club dominates the city. It's up on the top of a hill. You can see the ground, which is massive from, from an awful lot of the city. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, Gateshead is really up against it. I mean, some clubs almost become like their sort of hobbyist club, you know, Newcastle yeah, yeah. fans who might pop to the odd Gateshead game just to show willing sort of thing. And, yeah. Um, but yeah, there's there's very few diehard Gateshead fans really, which is a shame because it's a, it's like I said, it's a, a very nice club and they travel pretty well when they've come here for away yeah, games, don't they? Yeah. You know. The, yeah. But I think there you you hardcore that probably go to every game and then maybe. There's not many more other than that. Mm-hmm. I don't know, Gateshead fans. If if you're unlikely listening, then correct us, please. If if, if I'm completely wrong, but no, yeah, nice yeah. club, nice nice fans. You know, it, there's there's a lot of clubs like that in this league, isn't there? And I would say it'd be sad to see them go mm-hmm. if we get promoted, but 
but let's live with it. <laughs> um, a couple of interesting questions here. Um, uh, uh, firstly, there's a doctor in the house. Rollin Wyckoff says, listening intermittently between patients in Arkansas. Up the team. Is that the proper, proper usage of the phrase? I'd say up the reds. Well, up the Reds or up the, town. or up the town is a sort of old-fashioned traditional one, which, if I'm honest, is a bit weird now with a city. But oh, I'm so, I think people just keep be, saying up the town, town, don't they? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. If, if you're a doctor, can you tell me what I need to do for a bad throat and a cough? Like any advice? <laughs> we have an online consultation yeah. now. We? <laughs> That's exactly. This is perfect. <laughs> but is he between patients? You might not have heard that. No, true. He needs to keep muttering in the background of the commentary till. <laughs> Help me with my cough. <laughs> yeah, that's it, yeah. Uh, Martin Legg, uh, help, very helpful. This. I'm going to try this out tomorrow. Best Shona word to learn is shakanaka, which means okay or fine. Use wisely when he was in Zimbabwe. I'll use that tomorrow and shock them. I was <laughs> I was getting them to try... I was trying to get them to teach me words today, but I think... It, I, I'm going to be honest, and this is very unlike me, but it took a slightly odd turn because but, I was explaining... <laughs> one of them said that when they flew over to the, the UK that her cousin loves those TV programs that investigate air crashes and he made her sit down and watch one of them two days before she oh, flew to Britain no. her first ever time in a plane <laughs> and made her watch it and then wow. he saw her off at the airport and told her you won't make it you know so that was how great that is you know she, she seems faintly amused at this and I was explaining to her that what usually happens in those air crash investigation programs is that at the end they're going through the wreckage and then they'll open up a, a, an open a compartment and they'll oh that's what caused that it's a chicken because what it is is that they're so finely tuned weighing the planes before they go off if they're at all overweight they, they, they won't stay up in the air and if a chicken gets on board it tips it over the edge <laughs> and it's the weight of that chicken that brings it down and the number of times those programs end with that and she was quite interested in that so I was I was giving them phrases to translate into Shona um, like uh, you know no chickens on this flight um, and I was also explaining because she was saying well what do I do when I get on a plane do I, I surely don't feel safe because if chicken conceals itself what do you do and I was explaining that I always spread seed when I walk down the aisle. It <laughs> draws out chickens. This is getting more yeah, bizarre yeah. as it goes. No, it's true. Uh, what was the airline yeah, yeah. called, mate? Ch- Chuck Air or something? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I was saying, that, you know, so one of the bits I got into translate in, into Shauna was um, spread seed, fly safely. <laughs> so, gosh. So, yeah, I have been, I've been trying to get learn learn little bits chicken had an h and a k in it martin if i remember correctly um i've got to say having been in your classroom whilst there are pupils around that is not a lie those kind of stories fly around all the time and it is it's highly amusing it's it's true one day i'll tell you about bomb disposal sheep bomb disposal sheep (laughs) the great welsh contribution to warfare Um, oh, Tall John, I, I like this. Oh, I said, like, is asking um, what when looking at the Vanarama National League table, you've got the FDA and the DIF, uh, and he, he's trying to learn more and more about the game. What do they stand for? Well, they're important because they are goals for, goals against, and then goal difference, which is the goals for minus the goals against. Now, if you finish level on points. It's the goal scores after that, isn't it'll it? Be, no, it'll be goal difference first. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah so, we'll, so we'll count the goal difference first, Jeez. and then if that's equal, we'll have goals four, which is why last Saturday, Wrexham, by winning, 
went dead level of Notts County on points so it went to goal difference and that was equal as well Correct. and so it went to goals scored and they have scored two goals more than us I think I'm writing well I'm looking yeah, at the, your screenshots yeah mm-hmm. so they've scored 69 we've scored 67 but the goal difference was equal 62 isn't it plus 60 I can't remember well hang on the numbers are here no 44 and 44, yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah, okay. the difference there. This, that, sorry, the point is 62. Wrexham have come out, by the way, but Gateshead haven't. Perhaps but they've, they've lost their home. way on a long walk home. back. Yeah, <laughs> not far to go for them, I suppose. So that, so it is important. I should just point out as well, like in leagues, this is generally how it's worked out. But if you get into football and start looking at other competitions, there are some competitions that don't use that. But this is the usual way of working it out, and certainly is the way in Britain. Um, in Spain, here's something arcane for you. Never mind white cards. They go on head to head. All right, yeah. So your goal difference could be massively superior to a team you're equal with, but if they beat you in one game and drew with you in the other, they'd come above you. Okay. Um, so and you know, and so they do have. There's different ways, different um, different competitions work it out. It's often worth jumping on the Wikipedia and just having a quick look at what their, their rule is because that tends to be a good place to look actually I'd say looking at the crowd tonight I'd say there's about as many Wrexham fans there as there are uh, yeah. Gateshead fans absolutely um, Kyle says good evening at all listening tonight while on the way to Sidcup What's everyone's half-time snacks tonight? That's a point. We haven't touched it yeah, still, his Bill, box is still closed he came with talk of cookies but as Gateshead make it their way onto the pitch He's run off to the toilet, or he's just run They're off. Triple chocolate chunk cookies. Oh. Still in the box, I must say, and he's not bothered to open it. This, so. is, this is a shocker, isn't it? Sean Ahab Carr, good to see Moby Dick alive and well, said, sadly not in Gateshead tonight. It's tea, work, and Mark Griffiths in the home office. A capital for H, but not for O, so I assume you're not home secretary. Because um, God knows in Britain it could be your turn, <laughs> Sean. How many people had the chance of being home secretary in the last couple of years? As Gateshead are about to get going. Uh, just waiting for the referees go ahead. Bill has returned, having not heard our angry criticism, and away we go. Balls work backwards, and <laughs> Bailey stands up down the right hand side. Tunnicliffe heads it clear. Cookie hoarder, that's what we called him. Yeah, I wouldn't take oh, it personally. Yeah. Ball oh. cleared away by McFadgen, throwing. Too late. Too late. <laughs> Interestingly, oh, was Gates quick, quickly and try a long range shot. It wasn't a bad one. It's gone over. Campbell again, the danger. Just scooped it, got underneath it from 25 yards out. It was a really quick effort within the first 20 seconds of the half. They got the throw in onto the pitch really quickly. I think Howard had it covered and. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But a good effort. A great effort, yeah. And skate it again. I think that's what we may lack a little bit of is trying to have a shot from outside the box more often. Yeah, we've not worked the keeper enough at all, have we? No. Ball's knocked forwards. Mullen tries to control a header down to Palmer, but it comes at an awkward height and he can't keep it in. We do need to improve. I mean, it's, it's certainly no disaster, this, but we need to get on top of them for longer periods. Throw and taken. Clumped forwards by Richardson. Easy header away by Tony Cliff. Ball bobbling in midfield. O'Connor pops it wide. And under pressure, Ford keeps his cool. Goes backwards. 
Again, Gateshead showing energy coming forwards. Tunnycliffe turns him. That's a good ball down the left-hand side, that. Now Lee. Oh, oh just drops oh, his shoulder and beats his man. That's brilliant. Breaking down the box. Mullen's made a run inside him. He's fed him. Mullen, tight angle. Squares it. Defender oh. gets it clear. Well, I, I don't know. I mean, whether... He should have taken it on. He should have passed it to him earlier, I think, yeah. to Mullen. When he was on the edge of the box, Mullen was free there on the edge of the box. Just a, a neat ball into him, and Mullen was straight on goal. Yeah, I'm inclined to agree. So throwing comes in, keeper comes and just gets enough on it to work it towards the corner flag. Hayden keeps it alive, back to Young. He pulls it square. Lee, 25 yards out, hits the shot, takes deflection. It'll go wide. Hayden keeps it in, drills it in the goal mouth. Defender lunges in front of Palmer to put it behind as Palmer was looking to tap it in. That's much more like it from Wrexham, isn't it? Good yeah. pressure. Yeah, just got to keep this pressure up now, haven't we? I think... Uh Elliot Lee's quality will hopefully show through as, mm. as the gates get tired. And certainly the more Wrexham can get him involved, as Wrexham will throw... No, beg your pardon. No, they haven't. Beg your pardon. The throw-in comes in. It's poured away by the keeper. Young gets a shot in, which is blocked. He gets to the loose ball and feeds it backwards. McFadden stands it into the box. Dangerous ball headed away, importantly, by Elliot, who was marking Hayden. Oh, and then when they try to break touch. Castro as a poor touch, throw-in. Now, McFadden's thinking, do I take no. this quickly? Mullen's demanding this. I think I would, and he's taking it. Has he taken a bit too much time? Mullen's still got it by the goal line. Cuts inside Castro. McFadden's gone outside. Lovely back heel. McFadden, first time cross, headed away. O'Connor tits the shot. Ah, Lacks lovely. conviction that. And it's an easy take for the keeper. Loads of good pressure there. But ultimately... No goal yeah. at the end of it. That's what we need, guys. There's an easy take for the keeper. O'Connor didn't get much power on the shot from about 10 yards out. And Alkeet says, they're just recomposing themselves as they bring the ball forwards. It's on the right-hand side. Tinkler pops it inside, gets it back from Bailey, and then he switches it neatly into the middle of the pitch. Richardson will pick it up. And looks for options, carrying it forwards. Wrexham again, it's got that nice bit of shape in the, without the ball. And Gateshead can't find a way through Wrexham's midfield. Midfield doesn't drop off too deep. Lee comes out to try and put pressure on the ball. It's fed down the right-hand side. Castro, Lee, little step over, trying to run at McFadgen. Nice pass inside as well. Carmen plays a good ball. Elliot now, right-hand side the box. Can he cut in and get a shot? He does, and he slashes it across the face for a goal kick. Not the most promising angle for a shot, that, was it? No, definitely not. No, he was uh, very close to the, the touchline and... Uh, I don't know whether it was a shot or a cross, but there was nobody in there in the, the box, luckily for, for Wrexham. Castro's looked intermittently dangerous. There was a nice set-up play by him and Gamble. Elliot scores goals because he'll always have a goal from those sort of angles, but yeah, he could never... He, he was, it wasn't a promising angle for him as Tunnicliffe heads it away well. Well, Lee's done well to touch that to O'Connor. And he quickly switches it on. This is nice. Now then, Ford's accelerating down the right. Palmer's attacking the box. He feeds a good ball inside to Mullen, who digs out a oh, shot. Great save. What a save. Wow, I didn't think Mullen could get that much power into that because the ball got stuck between his feet. And he drilled it. Great save high to his left, wasn't it? Yeah, he's done really well to get at that last speed, hasn't he? Just seen it on the monitor. Yeah, fair play. It's decent. Really good save that. Mullen digging it out of the shot as it got stuck between his feet with terrific power. A real toe buster. The keeper leapt to his left and pushed it around the post. In swing it down from O'Connor. Oh, it's a bit flat and easy Very for flat. Conte to smash clear. It's worked over to the right hand side. 
and Lee stabs it into the box. That's a nice ball. Mullen pops it backwards. Oh, didn't find his man. That's disappointing. It was a nice bit of boom by O'Connor, but Mullen didn't find him. Oh, now Gates says, get a bit lucky with the pass, and then they get stopped by Aiden. Brilliant work as he was running back from the Gateshead box to snuff out the attack. <laughs> Sam, as as our the the only the only presenter of the weather worth watching. Bruce from the ITV <laughs> said, I ask you, on what other football commentary would they casually drop in the phrase bomb disposal sheep? <laughs> Fisherman disposal sheep. That's right. Yeah, thank you very much. She also shared a, a gorgeous gif of a sheep sending a fisherman back where he belongs. <laughs> How dare he? You know, we all, we all evolved from fish. So a set, I was going to say fishes then, reading him as teacher. We all evolved from fish, so essentially that fisherman's a cannibal, and that sheep recognises that, and he's taken action. I'm impressed. <laughs> that is brilliant, that is. I'm, I don't know if I want to watch the match anymore. There's treatment going on now for Conte, who was tackled by Hayden. I just want to keep watching that sheep nail up the, the fisherman. He's wearing dungarees as well. I mean, that's a crime in itself. Half time. Cider says, half time plane crash stealth chickens and spread sea- seed fly safe <laughs> conversation. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's all true stuff, baby. There's <laughs> quite a long spell of treatment, this, for Castro. It was a good tackle by Hayden. It was a hard tackle. I could see how you could get, you could get, a, you know, get hurt from it, and he's. Well, he's limping off the sides of the pitch for now. There's a lot of sides of the pitch to limp, limp off into, isn't there, in all honesty? The physio had next to him another bloke in Gateshead outfit, just grinning. Don't know what was going on there, like a sort of... Like sort of Gateshead physio team had got a flavour flavour in it, who just, like, boosted everybody's <laughs> confidence. He's just there yeah, to go, boy. yeah, <laughs> to make everyone feel happy. Tozo, that's a huge raking ball forwards. Palmer jumps, misses out on it, but it bounces through and Mullen nearly blocks the clearance. Headed away by O'Connor and Wrexham have it in midfield. O'Connor gets it back, switches swiftly to the right-hand side. Ford now has got an option to pop it inside to Young, but he's quite enjoying running at his man. He's got an option outside now as Young has made that James Jones looping run and the ball is being worked from side to side by Wrexham switched across to McFadgen it's pulled on the line it's not the best but has Wrexham got they got the decision Campbell came in through the back of his man all I can think about is which members of Public Enemy all the commentary team are I mean you're clearly you're clearly Chuck D if if we're talking about who's who from Public Enemy but at the same time I kind of feel like Professor Griff is is a missed opportunity there well I see your point yeah. um, I've, I've always I'm, I'm, in school they just call me Terminator X and that's that <laughs> um, the emulator as Elliot Lee dinks the free kick towards the corner of the box Hayden leaps and helps it on Mullen is jumping but can't get there it's cleared Young just beaten to it and the ball is poked out wide by Conte Castro is back on the pitch as Young takes a quick free kick chance for Mullen to cross by the corner flag right hand side he switches back he's got an overlap in Young he's being forced further away from goal he slings in the cross headed away but picked up in midfield and Tony Clifford pings a good ball to the feet of Palmer good turn by him swings it ah, in too close lucky. to the keeper this is much more like it though isn't it but it's starting to pen them in now it's starting to dominate possession but, just got to keep putting the pressure on haven't we that's the only thing we yeah. can do at this stage exactly as uh, Barton Bank has sent us uh, how bees and drones team uh, team up to find landmines to, 
talking of bomb disposing <laughs> sheep, I give you mind detecting bees. Good lord. Instead <laughs> of working it around in their own half, oblivious to the work, good work that's being put in to protect them by the animal kingdom. There's <laughs> Richardson deep in his own half. Again, Wrexham just block off passing lanes, yep. and Gateshead don't feel brave enough to try and pop it into midfield. They've gone back to the keeper, and Marshall enjoys wandering as far up the pitch as he can. It's a long one, well won by McFadgen in the air. Lee battling for it does really well to win that and hug it down Great the line Lee, and now yeah. Mullen on the left hand side the bounce didn't help him he's done well to hold play up and now Wrexham will have to go backwards to protect possession McFadgen battles and does well to keep it in but then is tackled well by Ollie. Like the throw might have been given anyway but Wrexham with a throw uh, yeah have conceded the throw on the halfway line it'll be taken by Tinkler as Thrown in short, given back to Tinkler, who just evades Lee and works it inside. And Ollie pulls a flat cross to the left hand side. The keeper, the referee, had to duck, weave backwards out of the way of that, like a, a batsman against the West Indies. <laughs> Fast bowlers. The ball's worked to the left. That's a good little surge and ball in by Richardson. And it drops loose. Lee hugs it clear. Poor touch by Castro. And it's a good ball too. Mullen accelerating, head down. Only Palmer's with him. Mullen on the right gets into the box. Tries to get round his man. That's good defending. It's really, defending. really good defending that yeah, by Pye. He just got himself in between Mullen and the ball and ran him off it. And sportingly helps him up. As Mullen limps away. Just went over his ankle when he fouls. Nothing serious. Great defender that. Brilliant run by Mullen. Just couldn't... Well, he couldn't see Palmer, really, could he? Just difficult to pick him out. Just a heavy touch there on the last touch. And yeah. The defender just run the ball out. Blind ref has got a picture of his two chickens and these two have just been refused boarding by Rex Airways. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> oh, it's a nice flick on to Palmer. Right hand sides. Oh. Well, well he plays been, I think a free kick to Wrexham's been no, given, has it? Oh, yeah, for pulling his shirt? Yeah. I don't know. Um, well, it's, it's, uh, Palmer was running into a great position. The Gateshead player was down. I didn't see much going on there, in all honesty. I think he was too busy looking at the chickens, Mark. Quite <laughs> 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 yeah. possibly. Wrexham are not happy with the referee. As, As the referee stopped play because of that player's injured? That's feasible, isn't it? Um, it's not a head injury, I don't think. It looks like they're looking at, isn't it? They're looking at his right leg. So if it has been stopped because of an injury to Bailey, it's clearly his right legs are getting treated. The, the Flavor Flav guy is a, a physio. <laughs> Just looking at it. Right, we've got a replay on the monitor. So did something happen off the boys? Yeah, he's jumped. In the back of O'Connor. Right, now then. Oh, has he done his knee on the way down? He's done his knee on the... Yeah, exactly. It, it, it looked like... All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to apologise to the ref here. It looked to me... There was a potential little clash of heads as, they, as he jumped into O'Connor's back. So the ref may have seen that, thought it was a head injury, stopped play, but it isn't. No, definitely not. So, there's another injury. replay here, if we have a look. No, he, this is, he jumps, uh, he fouls O'Connor. Yeah. Oh, OK, maybe from that no, angle, it doesn't no, look the referee like the had a good anywhere. clear view. Yeah. And Palmer it goes on to Palmer, on. he's running at the last defender, and the ref stops play for a leg injury. That's poor. Hence why the, uh, the Wrexham okay. players were not happy. I was trying to be nice, but... I don't... I regret it now. <laughs> I'll go back to being horrible to referees, if that's OK. Um, yeah, the... Uh, the, 
those, I just say with um, Mike's chickens that the one on the left does look like a wrong one <laughs> to me. Put it on back on again, Mark. I, that's what I'm, I'm trying to do now, and I've, I've blown Lost it. Lost it. I've, 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 in so many senses, yes. There's Ruth Chicken. There's the bees. Sheep again. There's Frank Lampard, I remember. One on the left. No, one's, one's, a, that one's a bantam, left. see? It's a bantam chicken. I don't know, you can speak Bradford. What? What's, <laughs> it's a What's a bantam? Why? Different. Bantams are normally smaller than your normal chickens. And these, the one on the left, is he? And it's a different breed, yeah. Mm-hmm. And they can't be shifty at all. <laughs> he looks a bit shifty, doesn't he? But <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> what I'm saying. All I said was he looks shifty. And then you've disagreed. What's going on with his forehead? Uh, He's got a tuft of... It's their breeding, basically. That's the way they're bred. So he's breeding and, now? And they'll have hairy feet. They'll have feathery hairy feet. <laughs> feathery feet, I should and say. And you trust him? <laughs> I'll tell you what, I think he's, he's in max to that fuss. Ask him to explain oh. what breed they are. There we go. Well, here's a free kick from the halfway line, and Palmer gets Ooh. up and wins a corner, so we get some reward, even though the referee stopped us with that promising breakaway. I'd like to see Luke Young come take this corner, but I don't think it is, is it? I think it's O'Connor, I think, isn't it? Is he taking from both wings now, is he O'Connor? Um, well, Elliot Forbes is going to come on anyway, so it looks like Bailey, who did a good job defending the back fours, races run. He's, looks, they're not going to let him come on until after the corner, though. It is young, and he swings it under the bar. Oh, Hayden just Hayden beaten to it. He was in the air, waiting to head it in. He's he only was. six yards out. Defender got up in front of him, put it out for a throw in Toza territory. And they can now make the substitution with Forbes coming on for Bailey. Bailey Jared Fairclough says I see you get some lobster and some chowder for the next home game sounds like a plan who's going to pay for it <laughs> unless we can ask a local Rex and, uh, restaurant maybe to, to well, don- yes, donate some for us eh? absolutely we'll we'll go for that or we uh, could ask a number of them we could do a tape <laughs> test between all the restaurants so you think couldn't we here uh, comes Toza slinging a massive throw and keepers coming in the crowd. Drops it, it looks loose. Oh, Ricochets in the air. Flick on! Yes! yes! Tom O'Connor! Come on! Yes! As well. That was the <laughs> ugliest goal of all time. It was even but, uglier than that Bantam. But <laughs> still, we don't care. We don't care. O'Connor again on the road. He likes scoring away goals, doesn't he? And Wrexham take the lead. Panic. Toza's throw just caused panic, didn't it? It did, yeah. They didn't know what they were doing in there in defence, did they? No. Total mix-up there. <laughs> head tennis. And O'Connor got the last head. And uh, unfortunately, all the defender could do was actually hit it into his own net, even though the ball was going over the line. Yeah, he got there, didn't he? But yeah. he, he had no chance of keeping it. I tried to smash it back up in the air and just smashed it into the roof of his own net. As we see the replay, the keeper was determined to try and come for it. And he never looked like he was going to really get there decisively. He's stretching for it. He drops he it, it. Hits He's a defender. Ricochets back into the crowd. The defender <laughs> hits it against Pye. And O'Connor gets across and does really well, actually to adjust he does yeah. he's about three yards out but he realises if he can get a bit of elevation on it the keeper's further away from the goal than him yeah. and, and someone's going, they're going to struggle to clear it and he, he just as he turns helps it on nicely that was great composure by Gokana yeah. there and I think actually uh, you've got to feel a little bit sorry for the keeper he's just showing a little bit of an experience really there isn't he it's not I think someone who's, who's a bit oh Ooh. here come Gateshead his way forwards and they poke Ooh. it just wide that was a chance it was a messy little move, really as messy as Zaxham's goal, and the ball was just squeezed wide in the end. Yeah. I think Conte on the turn, or was it Elliot? Wrexham just got to put their foot on the ball for a minute, haven't they? Mm, and, uh, absolutely. Just pass it round the back again. Frustrate, Gateshead. Cross in by Campbell, good header away, to be fair, by Hayden. 
but it dropped back in there and it was Elias indeed who on the turn from six yards out just couldn't get a proper contact great header there by oh did well he didn't he Palmer dear wins me a free kick. Mullin was, was thrown to the ground, ground. Mullin beg your pardon Pye has been booked it should be pointed out I'm not saying literally that was necessarily thrown a yellow, to the ground remember that first one he the booking that Pye got yeah. was, was you know no attempt to play the ball and that wasn't too pretty either he just grabbed all the Mullin and slammed him so it's a free kick to Wrexham in a promising position Be O'Connor to dink it in. I'd have a go from there, O'Connor. You are keen for him to do daft things. He floats it in. That's a dangerous ball. Hayden beaten to it, but it drops to Toza. The far post drills it in. Oh. It's blocked. Lee gets to oh. it. His shot's blocked. Toza again on the edge of the end. A cute little step over so he can put another ball in. But he's going to have to lay it backwards. Early ball slung with height to the far post. McFadgen heads it away as he misjudged it. Swirling in the, the air like that. It's well intercepted though. Well, and now he's a chance of a burst and Ford's done well. He's one another throwing 10 yards out. Promising stuff. As, uh, uh, well, Ronin Wyckoff says he loved the mention. This is the doctor. He, he had some uh, no-shows and got to listen to some more of the game. He likes hot tea with honey for a sore throat. Hot okay. tea with honey. I'll uh, keep that in mind. Not hot tea honey. Hot tea yeah, honey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I was calling him honey. I know. It's a throwing. Another toes a long one. The subs had his <laughs> towel, by the way. Toza slings it into the near post or goes uh, into the side netting for a goal kick um, yeah the subs had his, his towel so there's the answer the subs are warming up on the track and, and ready to help him out so that one didn't cause problems but the previous one caused all sorts of mayhem well, ricochet. they totally clear it ricocheted off their own defender Yeah. and then O'Connor was able to twist his head and just head into the net Yeah. Conte panicked in the six yard box well Castro it was beg your pardon it's before he went off no, he didn't go. So Castro panicked and smashed it into pie, and it flew up in the air. And O'Connor nodded it home. Once more, our half-time pie test works. <laughs> the second half pie fails. As Gates said, feed it forwards through the yeah. middle. That's nothing, and it'll bounce through we'll to Howard. Cope with that all night, guys. Howard slings Whoa. it out to the left-hand side. McFadgen has got a chance to play it forwards. Knocks it off his man. Now through to Wrexham on the halfway line. Uh, Luke Young, I thought rightly said that when it was 2-0, yep. Wrexham should have kept the momentum going, kept the ball and, and work, work yeah. Maidstone hard and tie them out and find space. And Well, now we're in the position to do that and we do seem to be remaining on the front foot, don't we? McFadden's yeah. stolen an unbelievable amount of yards. He throws down the line. Mullen is penalised, no. unluckily, perhaps. <laughs> I think that this man, Tinkler, went down a bit easily. As free kick then deep in Gateshead's half Dean Rogers um, in describing Gateshead um, is, is saying that uh, the time bridge is closer to St James's Park than the Gateshead International Stadium and probably and for US listeners best description might be describing St Paul to Minneapolis essentially Newcastle's a twin city that's a good point that yeah as a balls ooh knocked over the top of the Wrexham defence and Wrexham left it for the goal kick but Campbell's burst onto it and done really well to keep it in he's worked it inside Castro's shot is well blocked though by O'Connor Mullen on his own up front can't win it back and Gateshead have it 24 minutes left Wrexham leading 1-0 in this which as it turns out is our game in hand over Notts County 
closing this out would be huge. Yeah. The ball's dinked towards the edge of the air. It's poor. It'll bounce all the way through to Howard. As he wanders up to the edge of the area. He's in no huge So we rush. just need to make play possession football now. It's headed partly clear. Nearly made his way through to Mullin. But Fadgen has it. Teams it as it bounces in front of him, driving down the left-hand side, and it tries to squeeze. I think he may be trying to win a throw in there. He doesn't manage to, but brilliant work by Mullen wins it back. McFadgen finds Mullen in the box. He squares it. Lee drills it. Oh. Keeper blocks it. Palmer. Two yes. 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 Two to yes. 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 And good with Palmer struggling with injuries. Good to see him grab a goal like that. I thought the linesman was going to put his flag up for oh, side. Yeah, I was watching him. Yeah, the ref yeah. was looking over. Yeah. Um, this is the beauty of no VAR if we go into goal but didn't Mullen and McFadgen do well yeah. Mullen well particularly really winning it back like that and turning and, and helping uh, Palmer helping it to Lee whose shot was saved and Palmer had a pretty straightforward finish really didn't he as the keeper yeah, was he getting hasn't up he has scored for a recovery. while so it's, it's good for him to score a goal again mm. absolutely great stuff that for Rexham so McFadgen carried it forward did well to find Mullen and Mullen Squaring it, Lee drilled it. I think he's onside there anyway. He is, yeah, he's well onside. Meanwhile, taking a deflection on the way to the keeper. But I saw the ref put his arm up and I thought, but there we go, 2 0 Wrexham. Now we can possibly yeah. start saying, yeah, we sing we are top of the league, but. No. <laughs> no, we <laughs> don't do 23 that. 23 minutes to go, this, this is where they've got to have this, the composure this, now and this see this the game out. On Saturday, Neil. Yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah. It was a bit late earlier than this. We went tuning up, wasn't it, on Saturday? So. True. Yeah. True. As Gator tried to come forwards again, but it's but smashed massively clear by Toza. And that will bounce all the way through to the keeper who will come a long way out of his area. Launches it with terrific height towards the halfway line. O'Connor beaten to it in the air, but he's fouled. Yeah, he was. Ang angry reaction. O'Connor's holding his left ankle. But yeah, that's what um, Luke Young came out and said. Well, we have to learn from Saturday's mm. game from 2 0 up. We've got to be more composed mm. and see the game out properly. Well, let's see if they can, because they've got themselves into that position, certainly. Uh, one season with the Rex AFC has sent a couple of interesting ones in, I'll get to in a second. Um, but I, I, to be fair to you, one season with Wrexham AFC, we've been sort of disagreeing about stuff with Lee and, and playing in the same team. But yeah, uh, Toza knocks it long. I'll come to the second. Palmer knocks it backwards nicely. And it's a long range shot blocked six yards out. It was Young who nailed that. Ball's picked up by McFadgen, helps it down the left-hand side. Lee, by the corner flag, tries to cut inside, loses yep. the ball, clips his man's ankles, free kick to Gates there by the corner flag. Um, to be fair, though, I mean, the tweet was obviously sent when it was nil-nil and we were not dominating. And, ooh, possible shout for handball hand yeah. as Young Mullen's. drove that in. Only Mullen asked for it. But Story's arm was out. I don't know how much it hit his arm or his body. So only Mullen was interested so here's Castro on the left hand side now looking for Conte oh, Hayden well done he's played Hayden. well Hayden hasn't he he's yeah. made a lot of interventions like that throw into Gateshead about 25 yards out that's Richardson into midfield popped backwards by Ollie yep. and then worked into the middle of the pitch where Tinkler now is gets it onto his right foot feeds it forwards neatly Elliot as well to hold off Hayden but he's forced backwards by Hayden Castro adroit footwork will work it back outside chance to cross again Richardson wants it on his right foot though and he swings in the ball toes the deals of easily helped on a bit further but not too far 
And now Gateshead will come again on the halfway line. So, oh, it's a sloppy touch and Palmer's won it back. Mullen running at the last defender now. He's being shown wise and the ball sticks under his foot a bit. Oh, good oh, tackle on the recovery. Forbes came back well, but it was very, very good defending by Pye. who stayed on his feet and just wouldn't let Mullen uh, capitalise on him over committing. And as a result, Mullen couldn't get past him. Um, the Gateshead move it around at the back 20 minutes left Wrexham uh, two goals to the good um, Mark Sweeney asking the fan came to visit from the US could we get tickets to a game or are they sold out well you need to be a member you'll you need a thing to be sharp and make sure that you can get uh, you know you keep an eye on when the tickets are available I think if people keep an eye on that, generally they're, they're able to get tickets. But you've got to be quick. I, I think, think it's probably a fair yeah, comment. Yeah, yeah, it depends on the opposition, doesn't it? I, I've, yeah, I know people who, who try to get tickets um, who aren't season ticket holders but are members. And, and uh, when, when we're playing Sheffield United, they get sold out in 10 minutes. But when we're playing someone on, on a cold Wednesday and it's maybe someone like Scunthorpe that's going on sale tomorrow, tomorrow I believe, yeah. it might not sell out just as quick. Yeah, like Wheelstone, I don't think is sold out yet. There's about 20 or 30 tickets left around, yeah. the, around the ground. But all the other home games so far, I think, have sold out. But I thought there was a, a thing where they were actually keeping back some tickets for international visitors. I'd heard talk of that, but I'm not sure if it's true. It would be worth contacting the club to ask that, but I, I'd yeah. heard talk of it. I'm not, I'm not convinced it's right. Right, it's OK. Um, so Lewis Knight is getting ready to come on for Gateshead. Campbell chasing forces at back bars. Huge kick by Howard. Headed away well by Pye. And O'Connor ranging the ball for lovely pass to the feet of Palmer. And a lovely touch by Palmer. His pass is a little bit short, but McFadden commits to it and wins a throw in, forcing Tinkler to dive in and get a tackle. And Gateshead can make a change. It was stripping a second sub off then, but I don't know if they're going to do that straight off. It might have been Wrexham stripping off. Was it McAlinden? Anyway, Gateshead are going to make the change first. And on comes Knight. He's going into an advanced position. Off the strikers. Might have been Castro who'd made way. Yeah, so throws to Wrexham 10 yards into the gate's head half. McFadden with the ball in his hands, not in any huge rush to get on with things. Lee offers himself with a little sneaking run. McFadden then throws it towards the edge of the area. Palmer. Brings it down, spreads it nicely. Ford has got Young popping inside him. Ford again runs at his man, drives in the box, goes round the outside, dinks in the cross, wins a corner. He's played well, Ford again. He played, he did well against Maidstone, and he's he's followed that up with a good progressive performance. Had some good defensive moments as well. <coughs> corner, right hand side, and again Wrexham are. Uh, on top of this game at the moment. Yeah, it'd be nice to get a third goal, wouldn't it? Oh, absolutely. Actually put it to bed completely then. In swinger then, by O'Connor. Swept under the bar. Keeper comes, oh. punches it away to the edge of the area. And he's managed as well to find Conte. Dreadful touch by him. Throw to Wrexham. As Ruby and me Williams says, Mark, do you think Wrexham have more fans at this game than home fans? Listening to you guys on t with TV on mute, I would not be surprised. So feels fairly even spread. So, yeah, yeah. So we'll have to have a look. Keep what the official tendencies. Yeah, the club will will tweet the official tendencies. Oh, throw down the line. This absolute shove on Mullin. It's <laughs> <laughs> blatant. I, just, I think why? You know, he's not going anywhere. Yeah. Why? 
why bother with that? I mean, the, the best he's going to do is hang on by the corner flag. Yeah. I'm just having a look at Wrexham's official Twitter. So at the moment, there's no uh, word about the attendance. Sometimes clubs only give out the home attendance and not the away. Generally, they give the away as well. Um, of course, they, they might be inclined, more inclined to not give it away if they feel a little you know, outnumbered if yes, more yeah, away yeah. fans on a Tuesday night but from the other side of the country. Wouldn't be the first time, would it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, a free kick on the left. Luke Young will swing it into the goal mouth. It's only about 10 yards out. He puts it near post oh. and hacked away. Well, Palmer tried to get onto it and flick it on. Couldn't quite. He's put out for a throw-in. Toza says, yes, please. He's enjoying these long run-ups. <laughs> so, he comes across. Drive another charge across the running track. Drying the ball under his shirt. Interesting, Gates are bringing all their players back to defend these. Yeah, yeah. Which well, generally, the bigger crowd in there, the harder it is to score. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, mm -hmm. Unscientific, but true. Toza steals <laughs> a few yards, hurls it into the heart of the six yard box, is headed away well, brought down beautifully by Lee. He's got Toza outside him. Lee, though, on the corner of the box. Oh, he turns past his man beautifully. Dinks to the far oh. post. Good header clear. Volley comes in oh. over the bar from the far post. Was it Young or is it Mullin? Mullin, actually? Mullin. Yeah, Mullin. Worth a go. Sliced it, yeah. but yeah, it was worth trying, wasn't it? Yeah. It sat up for him. So, 15 minutes left. And Wrexham, two goals to the good. Yeah, and this is what I like. They're actually still pressing Gateshead. Yeah, this is much better, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, Compared to the Mainstream sitting game. back. We've, we had a good second half here. There's... Again, Conte tries to bring the ball through the middle. Balls Every works. time they get the ball, there's a Wrexham player on them pressing. Yeah. And then they go and make you know slack passes like that. Yeah, hopeful ball forward, easy interception. I don't know Mullen. what the free kick was for there. I think it might be an offside, was he? But it's a free kick to Gateshead anyway. In their own half, which is... We'll certainly take that, won't we, as the ball's worked wide to Ollie. And... Gates said now building through the centre. Elliot tries a little step over, long range shot. It's a decent one that. It's gone over. God, that was some power behind that, wasn't yeah. it? Howard was diving for it. Hey, uh, <laughs> do you reckon he's that? Um, well, I don't think he can be. I was going to say, is he that bloke who's got goals in that he could bring in as a backup to Mullen and Palmer? Who's the answer is no, because I think I'm right in saying he's played for two teams a season, which means he can't play yeah. for a third. But if he wasn't, he had maybe had the sort of profile of somebody who'd fight for a place. So is he the lad from Boreham is he? Yeah. He's on? Okay. Yeah, so he's played for two teams a season. If I was Boreham Wood, I'd be pulling him back. Well, yeah. But they've only, well, they've only just leaned him, lunged him out. But it's a bit odd, isn't it? Yeah. Danny Elliott is coming off, having said that. And Aaron Martin's coming on. It's a, I'm, I'm happy to see Elliott coming off, to be yeah. perfectly honest with you. Going back to Boreham Wood, you don't know what's <coughs> happened within the club. You know why he's why they put mm. him out on loan as well. You don't know, so... But he was prolific last year, scored yeah. a lot of goals for Boston. Huge goal kick, flicked Great. on well by Palmer. Mullen holds it up, back to Palmer, driving through the middle. Lee is making the run for him. He's found Lee, quick feet, oh, and his balls are taken off him by Palmer. <laughs> and yeah, too many feet. Uh, not Lee, he's got the right number of feet. And so the ball's cleared <laughs> to the halfway line, where Hayden stands it forward. The ball's headed clear to the halfway line, well held up by Knight, who pops it back to the left-back Richardson. Wrexham looking good so far as Dean Rogers rightly boy that's a point one more goal we are 90th of the season wow. so far that's incredible in 26 games 27 games and, well in all games and 70th in the league from 27 wow. 
Wow, that's amazing. He said Jim Steele would have won a golden boot on this side. Too true. Absolutely. Well said, Dean. Ball's played up to the halfway line by Gateshead. Nice little layoff. And the ball is fed. Oh, a good return ball. ball down the left-hand side now. What can come make it this? He's got bodies in the middle. He stands it Nobody up. There. And there's no one there. Go uh, it, it wasn't Campbell, it was the substitute, and he dinked it to the far post just as Campbell made a great run from the far post to the near post. Which I'll tell you what, I've seen on Facebook this week, they've actually put I don't know what year it was, they put on the goal of the season on, and the first goal and coat coming up was uh, Ian Edwards against oh, yeah. uh, Derby County. Fabulous goal that was oh. in the early 80s. Sublime, <coughs> unbelievable volley. Oh, what one of those few goals from that era that's actually on Match of the Day, so I've seen it. Yeah, yeah, match yeah. Day and it's on YouTube, isn't it? Yeah, it's Great a goal. fabulous goal. Wow. What yeah. a goal! If you haven't seen that, have a look at it. It's a bit pixelated, but it doesn't matter. It's a marvelous strike by Ian Edwards for Wrexham against Derby. Stick that into YouTube, and you'll find something worth watching. Yeah, an amazing volley. Just thinking about the amount of goals we've scored. If there's, if that means that we've scored 19 in the cup, four of them, which is just over a fifth, is it against the Championship side. Yeah. I didn't follow that at all. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really sorry. Well, a fifth of the extra goals we scored. Yeah, of the yeah, goals yeah. we scored, yeah, against the championship Not side. Bad, eh? We score yeah. goals. That's yeah. what we do. Palmer flicks on the throw, it's cleared, but Palmer's there again. He's suddenly got a real spring he in his step off that goal, He's really enjoying himself out Different there. Different player. <coughs> Ford drives down the right hand side. Young makes another of those looping runs, but Ford beats his man instead Great and sweeps it across towards Mullen, oh. who heads it. Oh. And it goes wide. Lee, I beg your pardon, it was. It was, it was an unorthodox diving at it. He, he made it about knee height, didn't he? But he nearly <laughs> made it work. As Gates said, take a oh. quick goal kick, understandably. Dangerous. They nearly lose it on the edge of their own area. Ford is another one who's played very well for me. And Lee's diving ahead. Lee's been more involved in the second half, I think, than the first, but he's done well. <coughs> ball over the top again. Hayden reads it and calmly nods it down to Ford. Good ball. Um, the space he's got there yeah. now in midfield. And now there's a chance for Mullen to drive forwards. Only Palmer in support. But Mullen keeps going and he yeah, gets into yeah, the box. Wide yes. angle. Pulls it back for Palmer. Oh. Big interception <laughs> on the stretch and it ricochets off a defender. And it's a shame Wrexham didn't have any more up there. Yeah. Because there was a loose ball in the box room and Tunnicliffe wins the ball back well and the gates head off. And then Tog O'Connor makes a good tackle. Good ball on the turn, that wide by McFadgen. Lee has got a good run by O'Connor and finds him. O'Connor by the corner flag. Draws a man to him. Lee is in support. O'Connor, was he fouled? Ref gives a throw to Gateshead. I think that's he's a bit unlucky there, O'Connor. Starting to turn it on now, don't we? Oh, that's good, doesn't it? It's very, very good. Yeah, totally different from mm. the Maidstone game on Saturday where they actually kept the pressure on the opposition, which has made a huge, huge difference. Exactly. Wrexham win it back straight away. Oh, but then Lee lets the ball slide under his foot. Uncharacteristic error. Chris McCann knows exactly how my mind works. He wants to know who would win a fight, Sesame Street or the Muppets. <laughs> Zero doubt in my mind as to the correct answer to that, my friend. The Sesame Street guys from the, the streets of Brooklyn <laughs> against a, a bunch of creatives. You know, I mean, I'm sorry. <laughs> but, uh, I, I think you've also got a fancy chance of winning a big bird on your side as well, haven't you? <laughs> well, exactly. Exactly. It's a good tackle by McFadgen. I don't know what the hell just happened then, but uh, anyway, there's no danger. <laughs> the Cookie Monster. Oh, the Cookie Monster. Oh, that was, yeah, exactly. Um, I was always a big fan, and uh, when it comes to weight advantage, I'm Mr. Not that we've had any cookies tonight, mate, oh. but. No, no, it's true, it's true, yeah, yeah, we've been robbed, haven't we? Yeah. Gateshead, have it on the left hand side. <laughs> like Taking him home for <coughs> a cup of tea later. <laughs> Paul's played forwards, Hayden heads it clear. 
more than bought for his missus and just thought he'd bring him along just to tease us. You know? he, he, he talks a good half-time game. <laughs> but, I, I, the thing is, I've got absolutely no comeback either of no, really. No, no, well, you, 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 you could give us a cookie. Nah, on, but, you know, you don't want to eat too well in commentating, do you? They're a bit well, dry. Twice, yeah. They, uh, as the forward cookie Gates said, through the middle. Martin makes a little run. It's fed to Conte. It's a good ball to the right. It's dangerous. There's chip back in the box. Hayden again is there to clear. And it just goes beyond Conte and out wide. Kept alive and worked on a line. Tinkler pops it back into midfield. <laughs> Story, the centre-back getting forward to an open play now, as Gates said. Desperately looking for a goal. Seven and a half minutes left. Conte's Two goals tired. down. Martin driving forwards, works it wide. And it's... A nice little jiggling run by Knight. I don't know if I said jiggling, wriggling, I was trying to say. It's picked up once more. A narrow by Tinkler. Driven ball. Wrexham get it clear. i got to say, our shape was excellent there, I thought. Sam Dolby's getting ready to come on, looks yeah. like. Yeah. Um, yeah, also, I would say, in terms of weight advantage, Sesame Street have Mr. Snuffleupagus. <laughs> <laughs> and he was a strong man. I forgot him, yeah. yes. Well, everybody forgot him because nobody could see him except Big Bird, which made him ideal for ghosting in at the far post. You know, Ali Palmer's coming off. Yeah, that's a predictable change. Palmer's yeah. done really well. He has, yeah. Had a good game. So, six minutes left. Dolby for Palmer. Palmer's taking his time walking off the pitch, which I don't blame him. <laughs> I, do, I, I used to be able to do a very good Mr. Snufflegoss impersonation. Go on, Mark. I'm dying to hear it. I haven't done it for quite a long time. dying to hear it. I'm really concerned about that. <laughs> Pamela RWK is enjoying our bomb disposal training camp. Oh, hang on. I've got a picture of it as well. The, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's Sean the Shake. <laughs> <laughs> That's beautiful. Oh, I enjoyed it. That's one of my favourite programmes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Idina says we should get an Ollie, Go Ollie Palmer best goals compilation to celebrate this glorious man he is rather glorious as the ball's driven over the top oh your follow up is interesting the ball's played toward Dolby and he, he inconveniences Story who works it wide and then barks at his midfielders it's Wrexham again dropped into the defensive shape quickly though Gateshead immediately having to shift it across in the back hole the ball's worked over to the right hand side Conte has got an overlap outside him but again Wrexham just got that shape Good movements by Gateshead in front of Conte to try and drag people He's out of the way. He's got nowhere to go, though, is he? Yeah, but Conte, yeah, Conte can't see them because Lee is blocking his view of them and yeah. he goes backwards. <clears throat> now, maybe he should shift the ball and try and make the pass because they've only got five and a half minutes left, but still, it's good shape by Wrexham. Conte stabs a good ball that time out to the right-hand side, but again, Wrexham are keeping their shape, forcing Gateshead to pass it around in front of them. It's fed inside towards Tinkler, who just about evades Dolby, has two goals at him. Tinkler scoops a good ball down the right channel. Now Campbell, tight angle across the face. There was never anybody attacking that, though. No, no, he works hard, there. Campbell, though. Fair play to him. I, yeah. you know, he's a real favourite of the Gateshead fans, and my word, he puts in the shift. To be fair, they haven't challenged us all. You know, challenged the keeper at all in the second mm. half, have they? They haven't uh, made him make any saves, I don't think, in the second half. I think Wrexham have been far better yeah. defensively. And, you know, as we say, the best form of defence is attack, and that's what we've directed. We've done most of the second half. Yeah, the second half's been very impressive, hasn't it? And like we said, I guess we've, we've ground them down and earned this, haven't we, in yeah, with the first definitely. half? Uh, by working hard and drawing their sting, as Dolby helps the ball on, Mullen, right-hand side, works it backwards. How he'd love to, to get a goal, Mullen, to keep up his prolific run. Idina also said that, do you agree, Elliot Lee is the silver surfer? with his low centre of gravity. Like you said, we we were talking about superheroes, weren't we, on yeah, Saturday? Yeah. I like that a lot. 
But I, I, Silver Surfer is yeah. known as basically the older people who are on the computer nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> they, um, why would you know that one, Neil? As the ball's fed falls into midfield, oh God, I can't quite nick the ball. Because there's uh, a club in, in, in Whitchurch called the Silver Surfers. <laughs> and it's teaching the older generation how to use computers. Oh, you got fair there's Lee, that's a great interception. Wrexham are breaking here. Mullen what? finds Dolby, didn't have the pace on it, or he could have put Dolby clear. Oh. Good tackle, that on him. In the end, by Story. And Lee picks her up and pings a lovely ball to the right. Ford kills it dead. Mullen makes a little run in front of him. That makes space for Ford, who pops it to Mullen, back to Ford. Ah, he just couldn't quite take it in his stride, and he loses the ball. Gates <laughs> over the, a very bold slash stupid pass across the box, <laughs> but they get away with it. Um, and... They can build out from the back now. It's, I'm still stunned at the revelation that Witcher has electricity at last. <laughs> <laughs> the ball's at the back with Pi. I enjoy saying his name, and I've I've tried to hold off mentioning that, but I mean, I mean yeah, Pi. The ball's worked into midfield. Knight Great as well, tackled back. by Mullen, who's worked so hard, low over the top. Dolby hasn't got a chance of getting to it, but he'll run and work the two centre backs and. And then the ball goes back to the keeper. And, of course, Dolby's hard work means that the centre-back can't turn 30 yards out. So he has to go back to the keeper. And Dolby just buys us 10 seconds. And those things add up in this joint stage of the game. We're into the last three minutes. Wrexham two goals up. As Can we now say we're top of the league, guys? <laughs> we don't get my head bit No, off. we can't. Well, it, James it, Jones it, is getting ready to come on. It's, it's been a really professional performance this second mm. half. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. been yeah, totally professional performance. McFadden drives it long. Mullen beaten to it in the air. Gateshead claim it back in their own half. Spread over to the left-hand side. I think all the players have put a shift in the second mm. half. Absolutely. Richardson carrying it forward. has got a man outside him. Carries it to the corner flag himself. And then pops it inside. Martin gives it back. Richard can have a shot here in the stronger foot. Hayden saw the danger. Rushed out quickly and got a good block in. The ball's pulled back. Pulled back into the corner of the box for Gateshead. Ball inside once more. Castro tries a shot, but he took a while lining it up and it's blocked. Second shot comes wow. in. Good save by Howard. Yeah. <coughs> and he held on to it as well. Didn't allow it out yeah. because it was a Gateshead player running on to any kind of loose ball that came out from that save but Howard held onto that ball really really well yeah he held it about a story the centre back attacking it from about 25 yards it went through a crowd but it was good like you said you'd expect him to save it yeah. but it was struck well through a crowd and Howard got down well and didn't spill it so you know that's important as Mullins caught offside free kick two gates out there have been some beautiful ask Wrexhams today so we'll have to um We'll have to, the, the Ask Wrexham podcast should be fun, I reckon, this week. As um, Rule Detectives says, quick question, please. If toes of throw went straight in without touching anyone, would it be a goal? No, no. wouldn't would it? Because throws, they have to be touched by somebody else. But on the other hand, a corner can. Yes, yeah, a corner would certainly count. Yeah. Uh, called an Olympic goal in um, Uruguay. They are. That's a useful piece of information <laughs> because they scored one in the twenty whatever twenty eight or twenty four Olympics. They won them both, and one of the big goals they scored in one of the matches was straight in from a corner. I have no idea why I'm telling you this. Kate <laughs> said of it at the back. Thirty five seconds left. James Jones has come on for Elliot Lee. Oh, sloppy bars by Gateshead, and uh, Mullen tries a bit of footwork and gets a kick in the ankle for his troubles. And you're right to say, oh ref, because I would have thought the ref should take action against yeah, that. Yeah, should do. It was a hard tackle, if you could call it a tackle. 
It was a cynical kick, wasn't it? Let's be honest. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. I exactly. think that's more frustration now from Gates, isn't it? Because they just can't break down our defence. Yeah. Everything they've thrown at us, we've either blocked it or Howard saved it. Mm. Uh, as I say, he's got had very, very little to do in the second half. Michael is enjoying the commentary, so it was pure fun. Well, it is when the results go right, isn't it? <laughs> it is. Ball's it lifted is. to the edge of the area. Dolby jumps, helps it. Oh, that's unlucky. Mullen it can't get to it. He's going to foul against Dolby, actually. It is so much fun being a Wrexham fan this season. The, the, the way we're is. playing, the way we're scoring yeah. goals. Massively. You know, we've actually developed in the second... Well, as we go into the second half of the season, we're a far better team now away from home than mm. we were in the earlier part of the season. As... The ball is with Gateshead on the left hand. Six minutes. Six minutes. Of Where time. did he get that from? Not too sure. But um, anyway, Gateshead tried to come forward. So Connor gets a toe in, and Wrexham clear. Young knocking it over the top. That hasn't too much a, of Dolby. Yeah, but that's a great ball down in the corner. He's got rid of it, doesn't he? Yeah. Um, it's going to be Gateshead again, looking to build from the back, but they haven't really got that much <laughs> as the ball's won back. Comfortably enough by Tunnicliffe. Knocked forwards and oh, Dolby's won that and flicks it inside. And Mullen has a chance to drive through the middle. Drills it. Yes! 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 Mullen gets his goal. Well done, Dolby. Yep. Out well of done, nothing. Dolby. Worked really, really hard to hold her up and square it. Icing on the cake, guys. Well, Mullen get uh, straight to Dolby to, to thank him. Have they seen us 20, 28 goals now he scored this season in all competition? Wow. I think that's what Radio Wales was saying on when I was listening. You listen to Radio Wales? What, what are you doing, man? Yeah. The not enemy. For, not for football, no. Just to listen to Wales, you know, because I live in England, more. <laughs> fair, fair enough. Um, right, Mullin, how many goals has he scored this season? That is his 27th, so... Fantastic. Well, so be Radio Wales is wrong. Maybe you should listen to more reputable Wrexham broadcasters. <laughs> but there uh, aren't any, are there? Ooh. Who are on 24-7. Ooh, that hurts, that does, you know. Great goal there by Mullen. He drilled it drilled right down it well. the middle. Powerful yeah. finish. Keeper couldn't stand up. It's going to be a lovely trip home for the Royal yes. Wrexham fans tonight. Lovely tweet here as well, a gif. Asking about parties. Is that defender wearing the number 3.14? <laughs> You do give us the option of that or an actual pie. pie. And that was sent in by Jimbo Jones, which I'm assuming is a, an excellent reference to The Simpsons, or your real name, and not a less promising <laughs> reference to Jim Jones, the bloke who masked lots of people as well, <laughs> I'm assuming. Cannon comes on. For Mullen. For Mullen, just have a bit of a run out, makes his league debut. I never understood pie when I was doing maths, I'm sorry. Well, I'd never count your mouthful, I say. I'd strike some... <laughs> Uh, defending on the edge of the area O'Connor gets it partly clear it's Conte that's neat footwork by him and a nice little pass in the box but it's so crowded in there they manage to lay off Martin goes down making the comedy penalty appeal of the year attempt and doesn't get it and it's back into that crowded area where a miss hit means Howard has to be really quick off his line it was O'Connor who tried to volley it clear it sliced it into the danger area Howard was really quick if Rexham get that clean sheet he's done well to earn it so he have not had one for a while no, that's be good true. to have it. Yeah, bit of a miss hit by O'Connor. Was it? Oh, actually, no, it no, deflected off a defence. That's Cannon, is it? Beg your pardon. It was Cannon, and Howard was very quick off his line. Very well played. So, 
Rob Stead quite rightly says these two away matches and going top are going to give the lads a huge momentum going in the FA Cup weekend. 27 points clear of the playoffs. 69 goals in 27 games is crazy. We scored another since then, haven't we? <laughs> so, yeah. Wrexham win it back in their own half. James Jones. The ball's driven long. <coughs> and it goes out of play. Uh, Mike the ref again has got a picture of Statler and Waldorf and asks is this the Wrexham, <laughs> is the Wrexham player commentary box yeah that's Mark and Bill hey, hey. <laughs> I can't believe it the comedians are bare throwing uh, I used to teach two, two pupils who used to moan in every lesson that I used to call Statler and Waldorf and they didn't nice. get it at all <laughs> that, that's bullying so Dolby holds the ball up by the corner flag yeah. it, he's it, done well it was all jovial I'm sure yeah. they I, no I know they called me much worse so. <laughs> well Cannon and Dolby battled away for ages on the corner flag then it's a finally gone for a throw to Gateshead there's only less than 90 seconds left throw and taken Hayden towering header gets the bottle clear Ball's worked square and immediately Wrexham are putting the ball under pressure. McFadgett up there pressing the ball. Is the energy levels tonight in this game have been absolutely superb. Absolutely. So Gateshead trying to come out. This is a silver surfer look. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely stuff there, isn't it? Ask Wrexham's been on fire. Mr. <laughs> Snuffleupagus has been sent in by Paul Bell. Excellent. Ball down the left flank and... Tony Cliff gets across well. Surely he's fouled. Well, he, Surely he's The linesman fouled. doesn't give it, even though we've virtually cleared the linesman out. <laughs> out. He nearly hit him. Well, I'm surprised at that. Well, when the last minute now goes. Yeah, we can get silly now. Throw in taken. And it's put out for another throw to Gateshead. Tinkler will take it. It's Tinkler and Pie that have triggered me today, <laughs> I think, to be honest with you. <laughs> Tinklers. They're wasting their own time. He seems got, to got, think they've won this, doesn't yeah, he? They've got nobody to throw yeah. to, though. Mind you, 3 0 down with 20 seconds left. There's a fair chance we can close this out, Goal I kick. would say. Well the done, Mark. Can we finally yep. say we're top of the league, Mark? <laughs> 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 better, better, better late than never, shall we say. <laughs> yeah. uh, well. And on better goal, number of goals scored now as well. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's a nice looking league table. It is. I reckon. It is. But, you know, we've had the six minutes. Howard knocks it long. It's touched on, and that That's is it. it. Wrexham wow. are top of the league. <laughs> <laughs> With a final score of Gateshead nil, Wrexham 3. Comfortably top of the league, guys. Yeah. Knocked by that one point that we chewed and froed with Notts County for a while. Yeah. Do you think that deserves a, a victory cookie? <laughs> a celebratory <laughs> cookie that uh, is cracked open as Wrexham yeah, earn themselves a win with a superb second half performance. We won 3 0 there about, ooh, those cookies smell nice, about eight, <laughs> ten years ago, and it was the same thing 0 0 half time. Second half, we overwhelmed them, and Wrexham then go top of the league. A 3-0 win. The first half, Gateshead did well, I thought, and Wrexham had to work hard to make sure they didn't have too many chances. Howard did make a couple of sharp stops. The best one when Campbell was one-on-one -on -one yep. and drove it in. He also made one when Elliot drilled it in and he tipped it over. And Wrexham, though you just got a sense that once they, once the press slow tired that they'd start to get a chance to play and that is exactly what happened in the second half Wrexham dominated it very very impressively indeed the opening goal came from a Bentoza throw that caused all sorts of confusion ultimately Tom O'Connor after a defender smashed a clearance against one of his teammates and the ball ricocheted up in the air was able to just nod the ball home helping it in with his head intelligently Wrexham got a second goal and a nice interplay between McFadden, Mullen and Lee ended up Lee drilling a shot the keeper 
saved it but couldn't hold on to it and it came back out to Palmer who deservedly on his birthday slapped home the second goal and in added time Paul Mullen got the third great work by substitute Sam Dolby winning the ball and laying it off Mullen bursting between two defenders and smashing the ball emphatically past the keeper it was a smashing all-round performance in the second half and well Mike Williamson the Gateshead manager before the game was very complimentary and called us a winning machine and that kind of feels like what we were there we, we dug in earned the rights to play and then punished his team I think in the first half mate maybe Mark we that machine took a little bit to get going and you know we're a bit sloppy and and you know it was 50-50 Gateshead you know played really well in the first half um, but with all that pressing they did on us We've said, you know, it's gonna, they're going to get tired. It's going to tire them down. It really showed in the second half. And Wrexham just upped their game. They played the passing game. And they just wore Gateshead down and a really professional performance away from home. 3-0. There's not many teams going to go to Gateshead and get a 3-0 win. Professional performance. Now they can rest for a few days now before the big game on Sunday. Mm. In the FA Cup against Sheffield United, which will be broadcasting live again as well. Absolutely. Right. Nice plug. Uh, and again, yeah. it's nice to see as you come from Whitchurch, who's only just got electricity. <laughs> <laughs> that you know that's what, what, that's, that you know what a plug is. That, that's why I've got to come over to Wrexham, you know, because you go. I've, got to, I've got to see some light. <laughs> I have to recharge my phone over here, you know. <laughs> Otherwise, it's a hell of a long cable. Um, Guys, you American right. listeners out there, look up Whitchurch Shops. It's a beautiful market town just over the border. Oh, my nan's from Shropshire, actually. Well, from Whitchurch, yeah. There you go. You're listening to Family Background. <laughs> on Rex and Blair. Uh, Bill, we we never really... I mean, the, the saves Howard made were good, but apart from the one-on-one, you sort of fancy he'd make them. Um, we looked like we were always going to keep a clean sheet, really, and just built uh, further and further going forwards and getting more and more threatening. Yeah, and I think we, we let them get into some OK positions, yeah. but defensively we were tight enough that they weren't ever going to really threaten were they and mm. you know like you say Mark Howard only had a couple of uh, moments where he was really challenged And but you know at the end of the day we've had keepers that, that uh, haven't been able to make those crucial saves in those moments and if mm. they go they go up or, or equalise when they don't deserve to you, you can crumble can't you so yeah. he's got to save what's in front of him and, and fair play good performance I think yeah, yeah. and looks at, looking at the league table now you know we've got a, a 13 point difference between us and Chesterfield in third place although they've got three games in hand on us um, so it, it is going to be between us I think and County but I think this this game tonight which we're now on equal number of games may be the turning point in the season and you know I think we've got six home games coming up this this in next month in February yeah somebody made reference to the, the run of games we got, on we, got, we got Altrincham away beginning of February and I think we've got mm. and then we've got Oldshot away Towards well, the end of February, I also mentioned that a couple of weeks on Dragon Hour, wasn't it? Our running looks much kinder than Knox County's and yeah. Jesfield. We've we've had the tough first half of the season, but we've come out of that on top, yeah. which is great, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it's, that table just looks nice, doesn't it? Neil was, but while Mark was talking earlier, Neil was just pointing at the the five <laughs> wins and the, and the position, yeah. and it is really. We, the thing is, we've we've had false dawns in the past, and we've been we top have. of the table, but this just feels a little bit different, doesn't yeah. it? It feels real this time, you know that. God forbid we, you know, we go on a losing streak, but I can't see it. You know, we're playing such good football. We've got some great players here. We've got a great bunch of fans, great owners. And I can, th- you know, come May, 
all been well, well, and I'm hoping come coming beginning of April we're already champions. Mm. Um, <laughs> Neil, don't tempt me. Oh, it'd be nice. On, it'd be on. nice. It'd be nice to be, from, yeah. you know, to receive a trophy at the race course in front of our own fans, and really we're already yeah. champ before we go to our last league game of the season at Torquay. It would be absolutely fantastic. But you know, there's a lot of games to play before then. Um, but this this team is so strong mentally. They're a great bunch of lads. They gel together well. You can see the camaraderie. They love the fans. They love the stadium. And, you know, with a, barring a huge disaster, you know, I can't see anything else but us being champions this season. Neil, I love tempting Fate Williams there. Oh, I, uh, I knew a girl called False Dawn. Um, <laughs> didn't end well. What was false about Dawn, Mark? Like, um, did you that? Left it on a train, but that's a different story altogether. Um, the, and then she asked a half air, half air going home. So, um, man of the match. Oh, very difficult. Tricky on that. There's a, there are a lot of good. Do you know, I didn't even think about it. No. I thought Hayden had a good game and did well when the, when we weren't playing well, making interceptions. Um, I, I think I've got to go for Mullen. I think yeah. he ran his socks he off. He did. Mullen's work rate was outrageous. I'm glad he got that goal at the end. Yeah, but yeah. it's Ford played well again. It's it's like picking from an eleven of yeah. eight point five performances, isn't it? Everyone, yeah. No one yeah. really stood out, but everyone did their job absolutely superbly. Yeah. O'Connor was smoother than a, a double glazing salesman. <laughs> and he got a goal as well. Um, yeah, very difficult. I, yeah. I couldn't say who was man of the match because they, they were, as a team, they were fantastic tonight. Yeah, well, I think because I won a cookie, I'm going to agree with Bill <laughs> and say probably it was Mullen. I've got my Coventry biscuits in my pocket, so I'm all right. <laughs> how, long, how many weeks ago was it when we played Coventry? <laughs> Three. <laughs> They're, they're sealed up. They're all right. Uh, fair enough. It's fair got enough. a best before date on them. Yeah. Give, give a man a free biscuit and you got a friend. You know, I've life. got to go back to a, you know, no electric Richard, you know. I might, yeah, that's true. I might yeah. run out of yeah. fuel on the way home and I'll have, a, I'll have a snack on the way home. That'll be nice, won't it? As you go to the, the dark lights of Whitchurch of back in you home. Yeah, yeah. Um, no lights, big city, as they call uh. this on the... <laughs> <laughs> I know another phrase, but it's no lights, big city. Ah, <laughs> uh, dear me. Well, as well, I think that's it, isn't it? Really, the happy days. We had a happy old commentary. And the final score reflects that. Wrexham winning 3-0 away at Gateshead, the home of Cheryl Cole. And, uh, and Georgie Shaw. Uh, yeah, well, well, that's the other side of the river, isn't it? Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah. And Sarah Millican's from South Shields. I think we've finished our commentary now, haven't we, really? I think we're on to the post-match <laughs> uh, chatter. Sh- shut yeah. down. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, <coughs> if I can. Let's see if I can still do it. Hey, Big Burn. <laughs> <laughs> I've still wow. got it. <laughs> That's not bad. Not that bad sounds like your chat up line, Mark. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> False dawn was uh, maybe you're right. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh god, uh, why do people listen to us? I, I um I don't even really know what's happened tonight, to be honest. It's been a bit no. of a blur, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> when I was in school, speaking of chatting up big birds <laughs> um, when I was in school. I noticed that people liked that I could say that long Welsh place name. What, yeah. Slanvaw Pushkin Gishko Gero, that one? Yes, Slanvaw Pushkin Gishko Gero, Gondrawa, Slanvaw Pushkin Gishko Gero, Gishko Gero. Slanvaw Pushkin Gishko Gero, Gishko Gero. 
Yeah. That's what I just said. Did you? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for... Is there an echo in here? <laughs> they, um, <laughs> yes, there is. Um, actually, but um, and I thought, well, it seems a good about. So maybe what would really impress the ladies is if I learned the longest place name in the world, which was a, a, a small hill in New Zealand. Is it? And so I learned. Thinking the ladies will now fall at my feet. No. It didn't work, unfortunately. Is that your mating call? <laughs> yeah, that's it. Like, yeah, yeah. Bantams come from all around. Uh, sounds like the start of the show, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that and a Vincent Price accent. Bantams come from all around. <laughs> um, yeah, so the, no matter how many times I said, Tama Tiwan Tanakataru, Tama Tiwan Tanakataru, Matsuko Tanakataru, it didn't work at all. I'm sure it didn't. I'm sure they were bored and gone by the time you finished. Uh, 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 generally, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it was great, you know. So anyway, should we go, do you think? Did you try that on your wife? Uh, no, I didn't. Hence and why you've got a wife. Exactly <laughs> right. Exactly, exactly so. Well, I, I think we've probably gone on far too long oh Stephen Moss has got a cookie monster cookie monster's ah. better than pie is that Stephen Moss Come my on. cousin take it no it's not I don't think is take it take a cookie disappointing he's offering a cookie but you know what it's not going to be so much a live taste test as a live crunching for you yeah, yeah oh, they're going to be noisy look at James Jones is there we are top of the league thank you very much for the cookie Bill oh not at all mmm mmm that's cookie-ish mmm so we'll just chew, talk and commentate, and stay live mm. without talking. Just the doing the whole worst noise to have in your ears. <laughs> yeah, three men crunching. <laughs> I'm just thinking now of was it um was it Lady B who was going to the dentist after listening to the commentary and worried about this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Chris Johnson, '80s comedians on the pitch: Tom O'Connor and Cannon Annabelle. <laughs> Superb, <isn't it? laughs> Toes were in Lee, little and large. That went down well. Mm. My mouth's too mm-hmm. full of cookie. <laughs> Martin Jones says, brilliant performance on the field and in the comms box. Thank you all. We enjoyed it enormously. Gordon Valence enjoyed it too. And 3-0. We're top of the league. Brilliant. Roy Cuffin says, special mention. Oh, for Howard, one of his best games so far. Mm. He was a good call from out of the match, actually. Yeah. He <laughs> seems a lot more comfortable coming from mm. balls today. Yeah. Mm. Brilliant stuff. Jeffrey Klusterman says thanks. <laughs> thanks, Jeffrey. Well, with a mouthful of cookie. It's a good cookie, to be mm. fair to you. It's, it's, it's all right, isn't it? It's up mm. there. Where are they from? The co-op. Oh, right, yeah. Mm-hmm. Other bodegas are available. <laughs> <laughs> Bob says, which side is Kermit the Frog on? Um, I, I don't think mm. he, he... I think he's got to stick with his Brooklyn roots, hasn't he, really? Um, <laughs> Rex R3... Um, has, has, has gone flavour flav for Paul Mullins' goal. Um, I think, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my word, we've had an odd day, haven't we? Really. Even the adverts look like there's something to do with what we've been talking about. Some odd stuff going on, on my laptop. Not like you're thinking. Mike Harvey called top of the league early. Ooh, 686 Wrexham fans in an attendance of 1,422. So wow, that is tremendous, isn't it? And yeah. cold Tuesday night. When let's be honest, there was a possibility this game might not go ahead because you know games were getting postponed tonight. Games were postponed last weekend. That's a superb achievement. My son is one of them, having 
decided to make a long journey despite having work today <laughs> and tomorrow. So, yeah. Anyway. Should we scrap it? Think so. Yeah. Uh, hard. Right, yeah. Well, I do see Drew Godley's just called us the real goods. <laughs> Gates said, looks like a track stadium. He must have missed half time. Um, yeah, no atmosphere. Hard to get into a club of zero atmosphere. To be fair, they're quite a smallish team, to be to be fair. Um, <laughs> right, we better go on. Mm. We are, yeah. Goodbye, everybody. But that was great fun. Wrexham, top of the league, where we belong. Let's stay there, shall we? The final score of Gateshead nil, Wrexham 3. We are belong Neil Williams and Mark Griffiths from Wrexham AFC.